What is the widest song ever? If you're at a party guys. and then it comes on and girls go, Woo! And all the guys go, oh, oh, come on! Yeah, and everyone goes to the dance floor. That's a white song. What is up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is just a quick little intro before we start to let you guys know uh, what this week's episode is because it's a little bit different to usual. I mean, not really, but I I just feel like I need to preface it with uh, this has easily been the most requested thing uh, for some reason ever since I started the podcast. I always get messaged, uh, could you talk about your music more? You often mention music, you don't, you, you know, you don't talk about it. For some reason, people are fascinated with my love for pop punk, Blink-182, and really just white trash. Um, so as I sit here uh, talking to you in my Vans Off The Wall t-shirt that I have owned since I think I was in year nine, man. This t-shirt has seen some shit. Dude, this t-shirt smells like Lynx Africa, teenage angst, and like a hint of Good Charlotte. You know, it just, it has that waft to it. But, um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this chat. Uh, If you love early 2000s music, pop punk, um, and just pretty much white music... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you will love this chat. Um, I think this is the widest discussion on music that may have ever been broadcasted to the world. So this is history in the making. If you want to watch two white boys talk about their love for Blink-182 and uh, and other kinds of nostalgic things, I feel like people in this episode, like you guys listening right now, you are about to be taken through a trip through memory lane because uh, it was a very fun episode. I did it with uh, one of my best friends in the world, Radio Mike, uh, who is also the second biggest music nerd I know. Actually, he's probably more of a music nerd than me, so he's the right man for the job. We have very very similar tastes in music. Um, we go on to discuss my high school band, um, the Shrek soundtrack, uh, Blink-182, the evolution of... Uh, like pop punk, the genre, um, and also other t- types of music. We talk about the Triple J movement in Australia um, and really what music's become and some of our favorite things. Just everything, we pretty much just talk everything surrounding the topic of music. But I'll be honest, if you came here for some in-depth discussion about how music has changed society throughout time and like, you know, starting off at the 30s and then, no, no. Nah, You've come to the wrong podcast. Go to a podcast that isn't called Memoirs of a White Guy. (laughs) But if you want to hear hear some discussion about Mr. Brightside and Soldier Boy, then boy, oh boy, you're going to love this ep. So, um, yeah, enjoy this um, chat with Radio Mike. And um, also, by the way, the second most requested thing I've ever had on the podcast has been the Peter Pigeon interview. Will I ever release it? The world's not ready yet, okay? But for now, we are doing the music episode. So uh, please enjoy this chat about one of my favorite topics in the world, music. Oh, and also, uh, I did a, uh, did a boo-boo. I, I, I really pulled a classic Luke, you could say. And um, you would think that in this in-depth, one-hour, 45-minute chat about music, we would mention the Ultimate Pump-Up Song Tournament. One would think that, but you'd be wrong, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I forgot. Um, because this uh, podcast is already a long one, I thought we'll save it for next week now. But uh, yeah, I did forget to discuss the Ultimate Pump-Up Song Championships. That's how 
into this discussion we were. And um, by the way, if you hang around for long, long enough, um, right at the end, Radio Mike and I do uh, our rendition of one of our favorite songs of all time. So um, yeah, enjoy this chat about music. Let me guys, let you, let me know what you guys think of this episode, and if you want to see more specialist episodes like this in the future as well. Uh, like if you want to see um, you know, like a, a a entire episode around sport, or an entire episode where I talk about video games or books. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm probably not going to talk about books. It's just going to be a lot of Specky McGee chat. Um, and Harry Potter. So that, I mean, I haven't read many books, so <laughs> maybe not books, but if you want to see me talk about, um, yeah, specialist topic every once in a while, do let me know. Cause this episode was heaps of fun to record. Anyway, guys, enjoy this episode and, uh, I'll see you guys next podcast. <laughs> um, welcome to chapter 134 of uh fan suggested one this week. Chronicles of a Hoary Buddy. What does that even mean? Is that Hoary? Hoary. Yeah. It's H-O-A-R-Y. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Anyway, I've got got a fellow Hoary Buddy with me today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined by Radio Mike, a good friend of the show, good friend of the Luke and Lewis show. Best friend of the show or just a good friend? I would say mm, you've only been in here once, so I think if if you come on three times, I've never had a guest three times. Maybe Lewis. Triple triple threat. No, Lewis would have been on at least four times. No, like twice. Really? Why would I do a podcast? Why would I do this podcast with someone who I have another podcast with? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, you're a bloody podcast menace. I am. I'm a sl- I'm a hoary buddy. You're right. I haul <laughs> myself around the podcast world like no tomorrow. Uh, welcome to this very special episode, guys, of Memoirs of a White Guy. We uh, today is the music episode. Yes, and, and if you don't know what music is, it's sort of like la 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 la. <laughs> like that's that's music. We Anything s- can be music. That's good. I, yeah, we've literally started from the most basic thing. So now we're yeah. all included. Yeah. So if you are like God, I I wonder what that is. <laughs> Great. Now you know. And then, what about if someone asks? I would like to imagine that now they're at a trivia night during the week. I define the music and they're like, oh, la 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 la. Well, yeah, I mean, music isn't about what you hear, it's about what you feel. I, I yeah. am a strong believer of that, yeah. um, which is why um, your penis is music sometimes to me. Well, that's random, but. <laughs> Can I just say? I thought can that I was just, really funny, and I, then as soon as I said it, I, I regretted it a lot. <laughs> no, we'll keep it in though. But oh, I'm not cutting it out. But I want people to know that I don't. Uh, I, Luke Hidgel, don't endorse that joke, no. and I don't want that and, to reflect on my brand. And it's never happened either. What? What you said? Oh no, 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 no! It was but a joke. Yeah. Can I? I know it's your podcast and you direct it, but I just wanted to kick it off. Mm. Can we talk about our just quickly our favorite lyrics of all time? Like, what's your favorite lyrics that mean the most to you? Oh man, this is like a deep question. Early, yeah. Uh, do you have an answer? Yeah, I've got an answer. Um, I'll do my. Okay, answer I'll you, do yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. sure, sure. So it starts off. Um, somebody <laughs> once told me <laughs> the world was gonna roll me. Yeah, and then uh, the the next lyric is what really kind of gets the feels is um. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Can I actually say, I used to think that it was, and this is interesting, I used to think the words were, I ate, like I ate the sharpest tool in the shed. I ate the sharpest. (laughs) And and the lyrics are saying, 
I am not a very intelligent person, and by me making that mistake, I am the truest yeah, representation. You truly of that did is. eat the Shabbaton. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a great one, and just before we launch into it, my favourite lyrics of all time mm-hmm. is from the Black Eyed Peas song "Boom Boom Pow," in yep. which Fergie says quite, quite profoundly, uh, "I like that boom boom pow, them chickens jacking my style." Uh, is it that just the, speaks to me. The actual lyrics. <laughs> Those are the official lyrics. Them chickens jacking my, my style. style. So she saw a chicken wearing, like, she wears pretty crazy shit on yeah. stage. And she saw a chicken dressed in some crazy shit and was like, Jacked her style. What is up with this chicken? Yeah. Jacking my style. Yeah, and then she put it in a song. Yeah. I like to think that Will I Am wrote that line. And just was like, Come on, just sing it yeah. for me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I ain't singing that. No chickens jacking my style. So, um, yeah, this episode has been the most highly requested episode I've ever done. Oh, like, oh, no, I've never not well, you done, haven't I guess. done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're doing since it. I started the podcast, I always get people saying, would love to hear about your music because I think it's a thing I bring up a lot. And then I'm, I guess I don't spend that long talking about it because mm. I didn't know people were interested in it. Um, music's been a thing in my life where before comedy, that is all I did. I would say music was my, like, full identity before comedy. Like, I was. My, this is how sad my life was before I started comedy. My life goal was to be in a... Not even that successful. This is like a kind of successful Australian pop punk band. <laughs> that was like the dream. Oh, like oh, That's all I wanted to do was like maybe one day I could do a show in Sydney like you at could the be Factory like, Theatre. Uh, good, good, good night, nurse. Did you, ever, did you no. ever listen to Good Night Nurse, that pop punk band from New Zealand? No. Ah, uh, that, uh, and I, I'm actually like, and I'm surprised I've never heard of that band. You would have loved them like, back in the day. I was like, all I wanted to do I was like, one day maybe I could open for Heroes for Hire. <laughs> like, who the fuck are Heroes for like, Hire? Just like this is shame for bunk band. Sound off in the comments below. <laughs> We're not doing sound- Heroes for Hire or Goodnight Nurse. I, who do you like better? Sound off is becoming so. Sound off started off <laughs> on, your on the uh, Luke and Lewis podcast, and now it's just become a thing that yeah. we all say in our personal lives. Sound off in the comments if you like sound off, but also Heroes for Hire <laughs> or Goodnight Nurse. That's the first we're doing. A new we'll do part a of the of podcast polls. is yeah, we just comment polls, sound yeah. off polls, we'll sound off polls, yeah, yeah. sound Great. off polls. Uh, so yeah, Heroes Fire or what was the other band? Good night, nurse. But um, yeah, I guess I thought <laughs> you didn't even acknowledge. No, I don't. Answer. I don't know what they are. <laughs> um, they had this song called uh, "My Only," and it was like, "Dooku, dooku, 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 dooku." You know it. Dooku, dooku, sing along. Dooku, 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 Somebody wants to No, no, that was my Smash Mouth. Um, so yeah, I think I wanted to get Mark on this podcast because you are weirdly one of my mates who. I think we have a very similar taste of music. Yeah. Since we've known each other, we've always been into the same bands. I was like, so I think we should start off at the start of like where we both started with music and then up up until now what we listen to. Yeah. So I think before when I said about uh, Fergie being my favorite, that wasn't true. That was a joke. Oh, that was a good one, man. (laughs) Them chickens jacking my style is actually an example of quite a bad lyric, yeah. that I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, I would say I started my music journey through whatever my dad listened to. So, Same. it was like uh, Beatles, Rolling Stones, just random 80s, like Australian crawl, like weird Australian bands. How old's your dad? Uh, like 50. Uh, yeah. should, you should Same should you age as my dad. 58 or something? Yeah. How would I know that? No, I, I meant I should... assume we're like a similar age. No, no, no. I meant should you know your dad's age? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I don't. Know your dad. I don't know if I do. My dad's, I think, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he's 55. Yeah. So similar age, like, so. And and yeah. did was he just like, I think that's how everyone starts. It's like, whatever yeah. your parents listen to in the car is what you like before you're old enough to decide what you want. Yeah. And then I started buying like So Fresh CDs. Oh, okay. You know, like with like all the hits on it. And yeah. I was like, B-boys, fly girls, <laughs> put your hands. And I was like, this is the shit. So my dad listened to like Midnight Oil. Yeah. Um, And mum really liked Elvis. And uh, Tom Jones. Yeah, so, my mum, every mum <laughs> likes Tom Jones. So, That's the what's new, because again, yeah, and it's not unusual. <laughs> I used to go to school and sing Tom Jones in like grade two and be like, oh, do, do, you, guys, do you guys listen to Tom Jones? How sexy. Isn't that funny, though, when you're that age, uh, you actually think like, this is cool. Yeah, like, like, like Tom, Tom Jones, Jones is, is the shit. What's new, Pussycat, is, speaks to me. That's on music. Level, <laughs> because... You never find out at the end of the song what was new with the pussycat. No. It's never answered to this day. So it's kind of frustrating. It it's like a hectic tease totally the whole time. That never gets revealed. And um, then I think what everyone does is when you first start to listen to your own, I guess we need to start with what was the first album that you bought yourself with uh, your own money? See, the first album I ever bought would have been Greatest Hits by Blink-182. That's a good start. My one was similar. Yeah. Kind of embarrassed. Mine was Simple Good plan. Charlotte's oh, good second Charlotte. album. Is that The Young so, and the Hopeless? No. So that's the one I should have bought. I think that was on the same rack. And I bought Chronicles of Life and Death because oh, it was, was out. second. It was yeah. just out at the time. Yeah. When really, looking back at it now, The Young and the Hopeless was the superior album. Oh, totally. That had the anthem. Yeah, but I think I just lifestyles. heard... I just want to live on the radio. And I was like, I just... Oh, so I want that. Chronicles had... I just want to live in the the title song Chronicles, Chronicles of, Life of Life and, and Death. Death and everything. And I'll between. be honest, I don't even remember that many more songs off that album. So I, but it's funny you asked about the first album I bought because I used to watch like video hits on Channel Ten or whatever yeah. it was on. And actually, the first time, the first two songs I ever remember of the pop punk quote unquote genre that I loved was again kind of embarrassing. The first one was a song called Addicted by Simple Plan. I never liked Simple Plan that much. So, to, to the point where I think other people did. And I was like, yeah, yeah right. they're right. But I just heard this Addicted song and I was like, and the, the chorus was, I'm a dick, I'm addicted to you. And I was like, oh my God. He's misled <laughs> us by thinking that we're calling that he's calling himself a dick, yes. which is a rude word for you to hear when yeah. you're in grade two. And he's actually addicted. And I just thought this was the most edgy band ever. I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. Then, in 2003, a movie came out called Cheaper by the Dozen. I was going to bring this up because you know what came on? I had a pop punk playlist on yeah. the way here because I knew we were coming to do this podcast. And yeah. I was like, let's just get back in the zone. Yeah. I know we're going to talk about pop punk a lot. I'm just a kid. Came on in the plan. car and yeah. I pissed myself laughing going, it's this guy's 30. Such a dramatic song. And... He's 30 going like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, just a kid. I'm like, no, you're not, dude. You're an adult with a mortgage yeah. and a wife. Like, he also <laughs> had a song called Welcome to My Life, which is like, to be hurt, to feel <laughs> loved, right? And Cheaper by the Dozen was a film about Steve Martin having 12 kids mm. that he had to take care of. And also in that movie is a song called In Too Deep by Sum 41. Yep. And that was the song that ignited my love of punk music. <laughs> 
So Sum 41 was the band that got I you in. I was obsessed with them to the point where I knew their full names of all the band members. I knew the history. If, I if, loved them. If you don't know who Sum 41 are, there was like three huge pop punk bands that I think yeah. were all kind of really comparable. Yeah. It was Blink-182, Green Day and Sum 41. And Sum 41, would I would say, were the most punk of those because they were actually the least mainstream. Green they- Day... Publicly were the most punk of yeah. those three, yeah. but I would say they achieved mainstream success so early in their career that they kind of just they became like, punk, my dad yeah. was like, yeah, Green Day's good. Like but Sum 41 was like the discount Blink-182. Like, but I thought they were, yeah, they were, but they were way, good. In a good way. Like, yeah. The, and they, In Too Deep is such an, to this day, it is an incredible pop punk banger. That record, um, All Killer No Filler, is yeah. literally All Killer No Filler. There is no filler. It's not that a album. shit song. It's not a lie. They also had an, an EP called Half Hour of Power before that, yeah. and the EP goes for exactly thirty minutes. So they they don't lie in their titles. That's half true. Hour of Power, exactly a half that is hour. So honest. Yeah. Good. Um, on them. But yeah, so I fell in love with Sum Forty One. That's so funny that you mentioned Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. In being involved with your music Because I remember that was the first time I had also heard both of those songs Yeah And I didn't know what I was listening to at the time But I just remember going I think this is cool And then it was my friend Stefan He His brother I guess he had an older brother So his Mm. older brother was in like Just into high school And he started listening to Blink-182 And then Do you know Obviously you know But like If some people may not know They have a live album Called The Mark, Mark, Tom Tom and Travis Show And When I was like 12 I like like we didn't used to swear in my house. Like we were, I was brought up for pretty conservative, I guess. And I heard this album, and they were like, "Fuck you, fuck this," and they were just joking around, talking about calm. Satan comes on stage. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, Whoa. and they're all just—it's a piss take from start to finish. Yeah. Let's all say some dirty words. Everyone say fuck. Everyone say shit. Everyone say dick. Everyone say Mark's an asshole. Everyone say fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. That's the kind of words you should be using at home, kids. Looking back at it now, I kind of think like, these guys are so immature for how old they are. Yeah. But that like changed my life, that album. That's a really good live album. And like Blink-182 was probably the final step for me in terms of punk bands. Like I I was so into Sum 41 and Green Day. And then I'm, I would have been 16. Like I knew Blink-182 existed. Everyone did. Like they yeah. had all the small things, What's My Age Again. But then... When I was like 16, I got deep into their entire back catalogue and I was like, yeah. wow, this is the band I've needed my whole life. Yeah, there's literally, a bl- out of shot, there's yeah, a Blink-182 poster. poster there. Yeah. Um, and I also have a frame thing above my podcast. Every- mm. I would say Blink-182 uh, are my favourite band all of all time. All my guitar picks, uh, these are my guitar picks, they're all Blink-182 themed. That's cool. Yeah. See, other people, like, and oh, by the way, if you... Obviously, people kind of knew what they were getting into. If you came here for deep intellectual discussion on music, you shouldn't have come to Memoirs of a White Guy. But if mm. you want us to talk about the Shrek soundtrack and yep. Blink-182... And Fergie. And the Killers, <laughs> which I assume we'll get to soon. <laughs> this is the podcast, right? Yeah. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, so after... Okay, so like, yeah, you you kind of went through the Sum 41 Avenue. I think I heard Blink-182 and then... I found Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. See, I mm. felt like you stayed over the rock alternative side of that I did, yeah. spectrum. I still liked those two bands, yeah. you said, but they never were like your my favorites. Favorite. Yeah. See, I think I never gravitated towards the punk side of the genre. Mm. I always stayed in like the fun, 
rebellion, yeah. but also like the Fallout Boy, like the poppy yeah. side as well. Po- Fallout Boy were really like produced before yes. any of the before Blink was really produced. That was and- like a new wave. Yeah, of the genre, and I would say that's when the genre actually became proper mainstream. It was like when everyone was like, "Yeah, Sugar, we're going down," and thanks for the memories. That was yeah. sick. And yeah. that, I feel like a lot of people are listening to this now going like, obviously most people moved on from the genre. I still like sometimes go back and listen to that shit. Yeah, same. But I feel like it's different now because I don't feel like I necessarily relate to the music personally no, anymore. No, but, but I, 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 I think what I like about it is I remember how it made me feel yeah. at the time and it's like nostalgic. Yeah, it's the memories of it that, that make me want to listen to it. And one thing I we I asked you guys to send in suggestions and of what we could talk about and stuff and one thing people kept bringing up was like talk about emo pop punk music and I never understood why it was referred to as emo music. I would say the only emo band that I ever liked was My Chemical Romance, and I still do. So I think the distinction, this is my understanding of it, I think emo music traditionally, like a lot of people associate emo with like, like self harm and like yeah, which which it actually isn't isn't actually like what emo was about. Emo music was more about music that was sense for emotional, doesn't it? Yeah, it was music that was self critical, like lyrically, it was critical of yourself and self, like it was to do with like insecurity and self critical. Yeah. So. Um, there's a band called Weezer, and they had this album called... I the never got into Weezer. Yeah, so they're a really nerdy, geeky band, and their first two albums, The Blue Album and Pinkerton, are often referred to as, like, the sh- like the the pioneers of emo yeah. in the 90s because they were very... Rivers Cuomo, who's the lead singer, was a very reflective and self-critical uh, person in the way he wrote his music, particularly in that album, Pinkerton. And then My Chemical Romance sort of... They were really theatrical and they... Oh, th- their band was like a... Yeah, you're right. It's theatrical. It's, it's almost like watching a... I don't know, like a, a musical yeah, theatre. The a, Black Parade was... That whole tour was like a story almost. Um, and they that were album. really inspired by Bowie. And like, I think that's still my top three favourite albums of all yeah, time. That, that's a great album. But like even My Chemical Romance were probably more about concept albums and storytelling than I would like I wouldn't necessarily say that they were emo I think people just associated their look with the yeah, emo yeah they saw phenomenon. dudes with eyeliner and they heard t- one song about teenagers yeah uh, scare the shit out of me they were like emo yeah it, um, I think that's one of, like I didn't think I think that's one of their worst songs I personally. agree they had this song on that album called Famous Last Words yeah that's a really good song. I love all the songs. House of Wolves, like Dead, The Sharpest Lives. I know Cancer? every song. On, yeah, Cancer's Cancer great. is such a heart-wrenching song. I think I can literally uh, sing that whole album off by heart. Same yeah, with right. like Enema of the State by Blink. Uh, and Enema is like Enema of the State, which was probably Blink's breakthrough commercial album. Yeah. That If it's a summer day, if it's, you know, here in Melbourne, mid-December, 25 degrees, you're driving to the beach. I always listen to anime. It is a summer album. Yeah, I think even Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. The Both sun. of those albums, yeah. yeah. They just feel like they're supposed yeah. to be listened to in the sun. Now, what I always want to know, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Like, we talk about this a lot. Like, yeah. sometimes we'll be at, like, the radio show, like, when we used to do it yeah. together, and we'd be talking about Blink-182, and Lewis would be like, shut up. Like, no one cares. Yeah. Because that's the one thing we've always had a lot in common, but uh, we've... Because we always get interrupted by mm. <laughs> Lewis because it's lame conversation. I wanted to know how deep did you get into like the culture of this music and like 
Like, for example, I actually tried to learn how to skateboard because I just yeah. wanted to be like a part of that. And I stopped very quickly because I realized this isn't for me. And I remember there was a de- like there was a year there where I was like, I should buy a skateboard. Yeah. I got pretty <laughs> deep into it. I used to have in year 10. I reckon year 10 was my peak punk phase. Yeah. I had like Same with me. side fringe hairstyle that all the punk, like Tom DeLonge's hairstyle in the 2003 Blink-182 yeah. era where he had the messy hair with the side fringe. That was me as well. That's I, I used I wanted... to straighten my fringe. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I like, to... Pete Wentz does it, me too. <laughs> I used to cut my own fringe so it would be a perfect angle. And people <laughs> used to say, you know, you can see where you've cut it. Like, it's not straight at all. Um, I don't I... think Tom DeLonge used to cut his <laughs> own fringe. <laughs> there was a period where I would uh, sharpie my fingernails black. Just to look oh, like Jared Way and okay, stuff. Okay, I would never. I never went that deep. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> I was so so involved in the music. But this, uh, I'd like to ask you this. I remember when I was in year eleven, I was saying to I think no, it must have been year ten or eleven. Blink One Eighty Two were had returned with Tom because mm-hmm. Tom will get it. Maybe get into that later. Tom had left the band. He came back. They were doing a new album called Neighborhoods. Yep. The album was about to come out. I told someone at school, oh, oh like Blink-182's got a new album coming out. This was the biggest thing in my life. I was so excited. And then this Which album? Oh, Neighborhoods, Neighborhoods. Right. And then this guy from my school looked at me and he was just like, who the hell listens to Blink-182? And I just remember he made me feel like so embarrassed mm. that you know, like some 17-year-old kid was listening to a punk band. Like... Looking back now, I was the exact demographic of that band, but yes. I was made to feel like it was stupid to like punk music when I loved it. Well, people moved on. So I would say after 2013, yeah. like after, you know, Fall Out Boy, Folio, Dude, like there was there was so many albums yeah. in the space of like 2005 to the 2012 that was like pop punk. That was when it was mainstream and cool. Like they, they were those bands were filling huge like yeah. you know shows oh, totally. and Green it was on Day the radio. Was probably the biggest rock band in the world around two thousand and five. Yeah, and then it just I guess people just get over it and like, and like that those people grow up and start listening and you know and in Australia especially Triple J music became mm. a thing and it just changes like how it does every ten years music yeah. and people's taste change the trends change and I think obviously those bands kept going in the. Obviously, there's still a lot of people who, who just like, I like that yeah. shit. I'm never going to move on. That's kind of like me. I'm just like, oh, I like what I like. Yeah. And I think my, I was lucky. I was in a circle where I was kind of like friends with like the muso kids at the school because like I was mm. in a band and mm. stuff in high school. So all my friends were like also excited about that music coming out. Yeah. But I remember like one day I, uh, to get Vices and Virtues, the Panic of the Disco album, I stayed up till 4am because that was when it was being released on iTunes and I'd pre-ordered it and I stayed up till 4am to listen to it. In hindsight, should have just gone to bed and woken up. up. But I was so excited and I came to school the next day and I was listening to it all day and I wasn't like ostracized for it. Everyone was like, oh man, that's so cool. How is it? Is it good? That's exactly me with um, in 2011, Sum 41 put out this album called Screaming Bloody Murder. Oh, that's which a was pretty good album. One of my favourite punk albums ever. I really like honest. that song, Scumfuck. Yeah, that's I a like great that song. <laughs> and, um, which is so, like, if you've never heard of that band, you'd be like, that's so, like, angsty. Like, to yeah, call angsty, a song Scumfuck. Scum like, bloody Scumfuck. so, like, try-hard punk. <laughs> but I made, I remember I was at school the day it came out and I made my mum go to JB Hi-Fi to buy the CD for me. That's and so I, funny. I just assumed my mum would fuck it up and buy the wrong one. So I sent her a text saying... 
mum, what are the song? What are the first three songs on the track listing? Because I knew the track listing. And mum writes back, the first three songs were Screaming Bloody Murder, Scum Fuck, and then... Oh no, it was Reason to Believe, Screaming yeah. Bloody Murder, and Scumfuck. So mum writes back, Screaming Bloody Murder, Reason to Believe, Scumfuck. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks mum, you got the right one. <laughs> Mum's just like, what the fuck is my son listening As to? If, like, scumfuck. Dude, even Screaming Bloody Murder no, is like... been like, what the fuck is this shit? My son's going through a phase and I'm encouraging it. Yeah. I always think how much money those bands made... From parents' credit cards. Oh, totally. Like, would have been half their income is like the tickets to shows. Like, mom, mom, can I get a Fallout Boy? Yeah. And like, I never, I always pay for that shit by myself because my parents would have never. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think mum paid for Screaming Bloody Murder. Yeah, I don't that was, think I ever gave her the twenty bucks. That was actually one thing that my parents, I guess, never not supported, but like never just got involved with was my obscure pop punk phase. Like mm. they never financially, like they never bought me. A Panic of the Disco album or they never bought and they knew I was really into it actually yeah it's kind of weird like yet my dad would be like would buy me like a Coldplay album for Christmas and I'd be like oh thanks you, you know that meme where the kid's like an avocado yeah thanks <laughs> yeah I'd be like, like Coldplay I'd be like oh Viva La Vida oh, Milo Zilotto yeah thanks dude <laughs> yeah. that came in my stocking one year Milo Zilotto yeah, yeah I was like that was recent I, I don't even know how to say that, that was, I was just like I don't like Coldplay. <laughs> you know, um, speaking of like Panic at the Disco, because they moved on really quickly. Like their album, uh, Pretty Odd, was it? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I loved it. And after? that was the only one I remember. So I used to pump it in my room all day. Like, yeah. Fall Out Boy, Blink. And dad would just be like, ah, oh, these bloody kids. One day I was listening to Pretty Odd. Now, for people who don't know, Pretty Odd is like... It's pretty odd. It's pretty odd. It is so different to any it, other thing you've ever heard of. It's not punk. No. It's like a theatrical... <laughs> It's like a there's, show there's tunes. folk songs on folk, it. Folk, theatrical, baroque, pop. Things are shaping up to be pretty odd. Little deaths and musical I just love this album. And my I dad, agree. and I think it was heavily inspired by like the Beatles, the 60s kind of era. Because yeah. that's what obviously music like they... this were. kind of glam feeling. Yeah. And the, the song Nine in the Afternoon was like the single for that. Like dun, yeah. dun, dun. And that was the probably stream. the most mainstreamish kind yeah. of one. The rest was so like experimental and panic seemed to just move on from yeah. pop punk so quickly after they started i think they were worried about like they were just compared because pete went signed them that's how they made it right. so they were discovered by fallout boy they were that just they they toured endlessly like i write sins not tragedies and their first album was such a hit that i think they would have just Imagine being in that position where you've gone from n- no one's debut album goes that big. No. Like Panic at the Disco. They mm. were in every single 14-year-old girl's CD player at the time yeah. all throughout the world. Yeah. So they would have been faced with like, right, everyone's comparing us to pop punk. They're wearing the eyeliner stuff. They would have been like, let's just fucking do everything. Because I reckon they would have been sick of that environment yeah. and being compared to everyone else. And they probably had the foresight to see that there, there was a bit of an overexposure of the genre. Yes. So people were like, not getting but sick of it. They got a hectic backlash at the time from a lot of their fans. Mm. But then afterwards, I think a lot of people who really liked the band were like, oh no, hang on, this is their best album. It is. It's and, so creative. Yeah, so getting back to it, my dad, remember, I was playing in my room that album and he walks past and he goes, I like this, mate, what's this? And I was like, pretty odd. It's by Panic the Disco. And he heard me say Panic the Disco and he, he's like, what? Because he knew I, he'd heard the other songs. Punk fan my son likes. And he's like, yeah. he's like, no. And I was like, yeah, they're 
this is what they do now. Mm. And then, and it was like, right, that's pretty good. Like, And look at all of these bands. Panic are one of the only ones that have now remained or dude, regained relevance in the pop scene. talking to a, uh, my mate about this last night. They're the only band in the genre that stood the test of time. Yeah. Because my mate messaged me laughing, going, ha ha, have you seen the new Blink-182 video? Now, have you seen it? The uh, dark, the dark, dark side. side. Did you I haven't watch... seen it. It's in my YouTube watch. Do you want to watch it live? I was hoping you hadn't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, dude. Um, it's like um, yeah, the most embarrassing thing they've ever oh, released. No. Is it worse than the "What's My Age Again" Lil Wayne mashup? Because not the song, but the music video. That okay. song was terrible. C- yeah, I hope we can quick we can get into you, later Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, well, let's do. Oh, no, we can do it now if you want. Like, okay, how, well, what they've become. I mean, I was just gonna say with. Yeah, like Panic, High Hopes was massive. And then Brendan Urie is featuring on a Taylor Swift song. Oh, I hated you know, that. I didn't like that. Yeah, but I, I think that shows how relevant they still yes. are that someone like well, Taylor Swift. I saw to- him. It's just like I saw him on the uh, Vices. and No, I saw him on the Death of a Bachelor Tour in Festival Hall. Yeah. And they came back two years later and I saw them in an arena. Yeah. So they got bigger in between... Uh, Death of a Bachelor because that was such a good album, mm. um, and then they released um, what was the Pray for the Wicked, and yes. then they did Rod Laver like twice. Yeah, that's amazing. But Blink, like it, the way it kind of goes is Blink put out Dude Ranch. I think that must have been ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, which had Damn It, which is still to this day probably one of their biggest songs. And like was, that also came on in the pop punk playlist yeah. on the way here. Great and I was track. Like, I re- I prefer the live version where Tom sings the chorus. Oh, yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a Tom fan. I'm a Tom fan as yeah. well. Actually, if we're talking about favourite lyrics of all time, the lyrics in that song where Mark sings, um, maybe I'll see you at a movie sneak preview, you, you'll show up, I'll walk by, um, uh, you'll, I'll show up, you'll walk by on the arms of that guy, I'll smile, you'll wave, we'll pretend it's okay, the charade it won't last when he's gone, I won't come back. That's probably my favourite lyric of all time because I just think it really demonstrates that teenage heartbreak and upset. Yeah, so when you said that, because obviously I've never heard it just spoken before, that's actually like a cool kind of like poem-y kind of thing. Yeah. But when you like put, you know, Travis Barker, or not at the time it wasn't Travis Barker. Scott Rayner. But like, yeah, when you put like hectic drums behind it and Mm. guitar, people just, I think a lot of people like overlook it and go like, ah, it's music for kids. Yeah. And it is kind of because they're talking about being a teenager kind of but the youthful angst of that album is so there yeah. like it's like that that album is a time in everyone's life and i think it would just be a thing where like how our you know if our kids or whatever in the future i'll look at it kind of like how i look at my dad's music which is like yeah i mm. see the appeal but i didn't grow up with it so i don't have it's the same connection yeah. to it it's a nostalgic connection yeah so after Dude Ranch in 99 was Anima, which yep. had all the small things. That was my age again. Adam's when they song. actually got big worldwide. Yeah. I mean, all the small things was like such a phenomenon at the time. It's funny because the music video for that song, they're poking fun of all the boy bands like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. All the They're all parodies of that. And then... Ten years later, One Direction put out what's uh, what's what makes, what makes you, you beautiful. beautiful on the same beach. They filmed it on the same beach that Blink One Eighty Two filmed it, yeah. and it's just really ironic because Blink One Eighty Two were already making fun of One Direction ten years ten before years they cr- existed. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then Take Off Your Pants was just 
Enema Part 2, basically, yeah. which had First Aid and The Rock Show as the big singles. And then... Uh, my favourite song of that is Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah, that's a great slow one. Um, there's nah, also... that's not slow. That gets Well, it's heavy. Cranking. It's sad and heavy, yeah. I guess, yeah. In 2003, they put out an untitled album that was just Blink-182 on the front cover. It's a big smiley face. Yeah. Uh, and that is my favourite album ever in the history of music. It was a complete radical shift. Um, it's a much darker album that has songs like I Miss You, um, Always, Violence, Feeling yeah. This. And it, it and the idea of that album from yeah. Tom was we don't want this to... We want people to hear this album and think, how is this Blink-182? Yeah. Most Blink-182 fans regard... That is the best album. I think it's an opus, and it was a lot of people were taken aback by it because they were like, "What?" I was expecting yeah. See, another I, Enema of the State. I was like, "What was that?" Two thousand three. So yeah. I was eight. That's yeah. the thing. I never actually uh, was liked. Obviously, I was eight, so I never actually listened to the these all these albums when they came out. And neither saw, did I. Like the, the um, evolution. Yeah, like we went not off to see like how it was received when it first came out. Yeah. So all I've watched back and I remember, have you watched that documentary of how they recorded it? At someone's house. house? Yeah. yeah. If that's so, everyone should watch that documentary. It's I think great. it's called, it's an MTV special, I yeah. think. Yeah. And then I remember like they filmed themselves going to buy their own album in like the record yes. store the day when it came out. Yeah. Because that album, uh, you know, they, they literally sent it to the record label, that the, the final thing the yeah. night before it yeah. was released. There's a there's it's really insightful if you want to see how this how much thought went into the songs yes. on this album. But like even in the song "Feeling This," there's a sort of like a bit where Tom sings the chorus and it sounds like he's because Mark sings the chorus usually, but then mm. Tom sings one and it sounds like he's really far away. Yeah, and the way they recorded it was they recorded it in the hall of a massive house with the microphones on one end of the hall and Tom stood on the other end of the hall yelling the chorus. That's so cool. And it has this... Yeah, I remember that from the thing. Yeah, and like just the way they like took care in like the drums on the song Easy Target, Travis describes as like industrial drums and like all these different styles of music, like Always is a very 80s sounding new wave song and then I Miss You is just a completely different song that makes pop culture references to the nightmare before christmas which is a tim burton film that mark and travis really like yeah stuff like that that it's just so departed and every song flows into its into the next yeah. song and this is why i wanted to get mike on because i I, could, I don't think people realize mike and i huge uh, pop punk nerds. i didn't know you liked this album though of like, course, like yeah. it's probably what my favorite Blink One Eighty Two album. I th- oh, no, I didn't actually, realize. no. You know what's weird? I think it's pretty controversial. My favorite little body of work that Blink One Eighty Two have ever done is uh, the dogs eating dogs. Dogs eating dogs. How good is dogs eating dogs. And it was when they came back. So Neighborhoods was kind of crap. It was like their well, comeback, and yeah. it was produced shit. They recorded it in different places. So it was just yeah. yeah. So basically, Blink One Eighty Two puts out this dark. Even you could describe this album as emo in a way. It was very self-critical. Yeah. There's songs like um, Here's Your Letter where Mark is just basically laying out his emotions. There's songs like uh, Stockholm Syndrome, which are heavy, gritty songs that are... Yeah, and then the song I'm Lost Without You, which is the final song in the album, which ends Dude, with Travis drum doing solo drum fills, and it's is- just... Any drummer, so good. if you've never heard, obviously you've heard of Travis Barker, but if you've never heard that song at the end of I'm Lost Without yeah. You, go listen to Amazing. that. Amazing. And basically they put this out and 
what I don't think they realized was a lot of the... Tom really charged that change of direction for the band. And a lot of that was Tom, I think, started to become frustrated with the limitations of, of the band. Yeah. The touring of the band and the fact that he was now a father and didn't really get to see his kids because he was always somewhere else. Yeah. Which more or less led to Blink-182 having a massive blow-up and breaking up in probably, I think, 05. Yeah, I think they toured that album for a couple of years after that. But what was your favourite spin-off project from Blink? So, if people don't know, Tom created two bands. Uh, The first one was about the same time as Self-Titled came out called Boxcar Racer. In which he he asked Travis to drum in the band, but did not ask Mark to be a part of it, which... Dog move contributed to to the friction in the band. It'd be like if uh you know Luke if Luke and Lewis quit and then I asked you to like do a podcast with me and then yeah. I didn't ask Lewis. Yeah, something like that. Like it was just which is by the way people think that's what's happened with that's Luke and Lewis. That's what I, that's, <laughs> we, that's this. That's this. Yeah, we're getting the sign, guys. And I hope this sends a message to Lewis. Let's be honest. Right. After all that Blink on Two chat, he's not watching. <laughs> now let's do celeb spots. <laughs> no, um, no. And um, Boxcar Racer, which like, uh, yeah, Mark I wasn't a part of. I love that album. It's he, only one album. It's just yeah. a band that went for one album. It was album. never meant to be a, a, a success. Like it was never meant to be toured. It was meant to be an experiment for Tom to yeah. write darker music, but people loved it. Yeah. So suddenly Tom's touring with Travis without Mark. And Mark's like, oh, why couldn't I be a part of this? There's one song on the album called Elevator, mm. which Mark sings Mark on. features, which yeah. Which is, in my opinion, one of the best songs uh, they've ever done. It, it yeah. could, might as well be a Blink song because everyone think, from Blink is I on it. I think that because I'm a Tom fan and I always prefer Tom songs in Blink that he sings to Mark's. I uh, love... So, like, there was a brief period after I discovered Blink went through that phase. There was a brief period... Pro- I'm not even brief, like two years where... Easily, I would prefer Boxcar Racer and Angels and Airwaves yeah. over Blink-182. Because yeah. I was just such a Tom DeLonge fan that, for me, Angels and Airwaves became my favourite band mm. probably, like, year 10 to, like, year 11, year 9. Like, yeah. all those years, I yes, I still love pop punk, but Angels and Airwaves, I was obsessed it with, It was like, the next step. It was, like, yeah. space rock. It was, like, something I'd never yeah. heard. Yeah. It, it was, blew my mind. That first album, We Don't Need a Whisper, was so good. And there's songs like... Do you know that The Adventure is still my favourite song of all it's time? A, that's a great song. It always will be my favourite song of all time. And it's funny because you can see the roots of Angels and Airwaves in that untitled album. Like, oh, for sure. There's a song called Asthenia, yeah. which is a song about being lost in space. And yeah. then... It has a really long intro with like sounds from the moon landing in it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, this is not a Blink song. And then you can see that that's almost where Tom was getting these ideas to do yeah. this space opera kind of thing. And then there was also a spin off. Uh, Mark got jelly, I guess, and yeah. made a spin off called Plus 44. Now, yeah. I. With Travis. I didn't like. Uh, there's a couple of alright songs. When Your Heart Stops Beating was the single, or so Baby Come On. Here's the thing about I Plus hated 44. That one. Every song on Plus 44. The album, the album's called When Your Heart Stop, Stops Is it, Were they just B-side Blink songs that never no, but, made it? Well, maybe, but pretty much every song on the album, lyrically, was Mark telling Tom how fucking pissed off he was that yeah. he did what he did. Like, all the lyrics are about being angry, being betrayed, being, you know, upset at your yeah. friends. Like, and it was really heart-wrenching stuff. But, yeah, it was, I think it was We Don't Need a Whisper by Angels and Airwaves that was the big one that I really liked. Yeah. Like, 
the adventure, good day. I, I still like the shit they're putting out now. Like they put out this new music video a month ago called Rebel Girl. Yeah, I thought I saw that, that was cool. Yeah. I, I, I still really like them and they're touring at the moment in America. And I'll like if they come to Australia, I'm definitely gonna go. Yeah, I'd go too, man. Yeah, Let's go together. We should go. The, their album, The Dreamwalker, was really good as well. Was... I, I I literally like all of their yeah. shit. I don't but, think there's an album I haven't enjoyed. So so Tom does that in I think 2008. Travis Barker has a really bad plane crash. Is mm. involved in a plane crash where he nearly dies, which causes the group to get back together. Yeah. Because they're like, fuck, what are we fighting for? They do neighborhoods, as you said. It's poorly produced. It's recorded from different locations. There's a couple good tracks on there. Lyrically, it's actually strong, like, but produ- lyrically and it's bad. Yeah, lyrically and even the song it's just like it's the guitars sound bad yeah and like there's it's the not songs mixed aren't mixed well. properly yeah it's weird yeah um and then they 2013 i want to say or I 2012 think 2012 late yeah. 2012 late 2012 and this was the one i think this is why maybe it's my favorite because a it was great but b it was i i was excited for the release because this is when i was right into the band yeah. they released new music and they released this five song ep right before christmas like the end yeah. of the year and Dogs Eating Dogs, When I Was Young, and Pretty Little Girl are some of my favourite songs. And yeah, I love one. Disaster and Disaster. Boxing Day. Like that, that EP to me is the true sequel to the Untitled album. Yeah. It is an evolution of that sound. And like When I Was Young is such an amazing, angsty a Blink-182 song. Yeah. Dogs Eating Dogs reminds me of Stockholm Syndrome. Boxing Day is a more low-key, acoustic-sounding yeah. song. Um. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Yeah. It, it, that's per, it's a perfect EP. In so my now we fast forward a few yeah. years. Blink-182, Tom's left, if you don't know. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's been fired he's, again because he was disrespecting Not Mark. fired, he's just like, he's in meetings somewhere with the CAA talking about aliens or some yeah. shit. He's storming Area 51. Did you see Tom 51. on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, he made yeah. him look insane because yeah. he is insane. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, now they Matt Skiba has replaced... Tom and he was in a band Alkaline Trio. Which I never listened never to. Never listened to them. But N- they put out an album called California. That's when what I stopped listening. That? So, so you that's didn't like that's California. that's the last Blink One Eight Two album I've listened to in full. Yeah. And I, I didn't mind it. I like some of the songs cool. in there, yeah. and I think people were going, "This is a Blink One Eight Two, and I agree. I was just looking at it from a thing of. I consider it kind of like a spin-off now. Yeah, me too. In my head, I have to separate it. Yeah. Otherwise, it ruins it for me. Mm. So I think if I consider it like a Blink-182 spin-off, what, what Blink-182 is now, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. It feels kind of weird. I kind of feel like Mark is trying to hold on to something. Yeah. It's a little bit Here's weird. Here's the thing. But... like, I love Mark Hoppus. I think he's a good songwriter. And I like Matt Skiba's vocals, but it's not Blink-182. But... The first but two Mark tracks... also reminds me of me. Like, I'm still going to be saying my name, Jeff, when I'm 50. Yeah. So I mean, he's like... I think Mark cares so much about the legacy of the band. Yes. He wants the band... He, he Tom's kind of like, oh, I don't really want to sing all the small things and what's my age again anymore. But Mark's and like, I, oh, and I, I think do. that's fair enough. I think that's fair. He's like 45. But yeah. Th- there's a song on that album called Cynical, the first track of that album, which is a banger and also Bored to Death. Well, that's good. I really liked um, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego is great. But, like, just for perspective, like, Blink-182 used to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. Like, they are... Yes. We're just recording the podcast, Mum. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Can we keep that in? Yes. (laughs) Mum's... Doing uh, it in my mum's garage. Mike's mum just uh, knocked on the door, if you couldn't hear in the mics, and said, Michael... (laughs) 
just... That's so funny to me that yeah. she called... Does she call you Radio Michael? Well, she's Radio Mom. <laughs> so, yeah. We're just doing it in, in the um, garage at my parents' place. So, yeah. Fast forward to, to literally yesterday, right? Yes. Blink-182, still a band. They release this video. Now, what do you think a modern Blink-182... I listened to the song... Is it Dark Side? Yeah, I've yeah. listened to the song. I didn't. It left no impression on me. It is the worst music video I think oh, I've seen no. in the last five years. Okay, are you going to put the video down? Yeah, the video is going to be here. I hate this. Or I hate. So it this. starts off <laughs> for <laughs> audio listeners. <laughs> Can I just an eight-year-old girl doing a Fortnite dance, flossing in yeah. an empty gymnasium? I've. I just want to say I've never. Hated anything as much as I hate this. <laughs> no, no, no. It gets so much oh, worse. No. Why? Says, okay, that's sick. Yeah. Tra- Travis is sick. So now there's more people Doing and she's still dance. flossing. Okay, can you just pause it for one sec? Because Travis, like, as cool as that looked, Travis was... Spinning a drumstick on his finger, but he it didn't sync up to the drums that were no. in the track. So and yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what this stinks of, right? So essentially, it's filmed at a high school. This film clip, uh, it's the band members with weird kind of school uniform type like shirts PE on, PE uniforms, PE uniforms, and the whole clip is just uh, compilations of kids doing various Fortnite dances around the playground and Gosh. then playing their instruments in between. Now these, this is one of the arguably one of the most influential rock bands of all time. Yeah. And it's like their kids have been like, Dad, i got a cool idea for a music video. <laughs> so does it go on? Dude, like- it gets heaps worse. Do you want to just like fast yeah, forward a so bit? The- so- oh my God. That's like a, this is like a home video from a Macca's birthday party. So they're doing this one. And some of the kids are getting way too into These it. These kids are like <laughs> nine and they're just doing Fortnite dances. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, keep scrolling through. And I, and now it just cuts like a hectic montage of various Fortnite dances. <laughs> That's all it is. It made, me, yeah, it, it made me I, really sad. I'm man. upset about this. I've never been more upset. And now, I'm, I'm having no fun watching it. Dude, the, uh, the comments were just amazing. So... Uh, Someone, someone just commented. Now I know why Loft. Now I know why Tom left the band. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Um, lots of people just going. Uh, hey guys, not mad, just really confused. What's the like to dislike ratio? Oh, not good. Uh, thirty-five thousand likes, almost ten thousand dislikes. So like almost a third people disliking. Yeah, and such and, an interesting decision, dude. It, it's like the tour with Little Wayne. There's not like I don't I have no idea why they would be touring with Lil Wayne. <laughs> the top comment is we are Blink on eighty two and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> I mean that's what it feels like. Two thousand walking naked in the street. Two thousand nineteen. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> because like, who's watching that video and being like, yeah, like yeah. what? Most of Blink one eighty two's fan base are like people our age. And we're not watching this video being like, kill. No. Now I'm going to do well, a that's floss a dance. Lot of, a lot of the comments I'm reading are just like, do they know what their demographic is? Yeah. And what kind of... I was I, So I was obviously thought about this a lot. And I was talking about it with my mate, who's also a big Blink-182 fan last night. And I was like... And he, I'm like, dude, what about if like they're just playing us all and this is kind of like the most punk rock thing you can ever do? Yeah. If it's like... Like, it's so... 
Like, I think, I mean, I maybe it's not punk rock to just release something that people are going to hate, but it is kind of like, I, I don't think it is this. I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. What if, hypothetically, they were like, I got it, right? They came into a room like, what does everyone fucking hate? And like, Fortnite dancing. <laughs> and so like, we're doing we're it. We're doing it. But I just don't think that's the case. No. I just it think seems someone like their kids have thought it was a good idea. Someone at the record label was either like, this will get people talking or... <sighs> yeah. I, I don't like that. I'm sorry, guys. That's a sound off in the comments below. Yeah. What's the best Blink-182 music video? Yeah. And if anyone says Dark Side, I'll be pretty annoyed. <laughs> um, I guess moving on from Blink, because we've yeah. been on Blink for Bli- a while let's, now. Let's uh, five Blinks for Blink-182. Kill. Oh, should, should have we done 182? That, that would uh, take a while. Yeah, it would take too long. Um, what Do we have questions from no, the fans? Or? Yeah, we do. But I was obviously so like, what do you listen to now? So there's... there's yeah. You know, like Great question, we Luke. still listen to it. Yeah. Um, what kind of you moved on to after that phase? Well, if I had to think of bands I like now that I can genuinely see that these bands must have at some point been slightly influenced by the punk genre, mm. right? Like you can just hear that they've Yeah. Uh, one of the there's an Australian band that's probably now my favorite band. It's called DMAs. Yeah. Do you know them? Yeah. Um, I know um their, oh, dude, their Lyca version was one of the best, probably it, yeah, my favourite Lyca version I of reckon all time. it's the best ever. What, it, what was it of again? It was Believe by Cher. That's it. Do you believe in life after love? And they're probably more so, you know, going back to like Oasis and British rock yeah. of the 90s. So if you don't know who DMAs are, they are like the guys that look like they'd rob you at a train lads. station, yeah. but then when they open their mouths, it Voices is of soulful. Angels. Yeah. Like it makes me feel something. And yeah. you watch these dudes with bucket hats and bum bags yeah. saying, do you believe yeah. in love after love? And so they've got this song called Delete, which um is just an incredible song and I used to write, before I was in radio, I used to write for this music website and I interviewed the I guy like from DMAs. I feel like we're the same person. Did you used to write for a music no, website? No, I just like studied music and, yeah, I, and yeah. I thought about maybe that could be that a could job. Be my path, yeah. So I interviewed the guy from DMAs and he told me like, oh, I wrote the song Delete because uh, when you break up with your girlfriend... I always thought I should delete her off Facebook because I never wanted to see her photos coming up with the new people she was dating. And he wrote a song. So, I, and I said to him, Oh, like that's like the most modern breakup song ever recorded. Like you've written a song about yeah. deleting someone off Facebook. And it's such a beautiful song about such a juvenile thing. Like next album, they're going to release a song called like report spam and block. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mute story, mute your story, hide stories. stories. (laughs) But um, no, they have moved on. Like they've got songs called like Lay Down, Dawning, and they all kind of have a little bit of a vibe of like nineties, not necessarily American nineties punk, but just this nineties rock. Even those like maybe this is way off, but like some of those slow Nirvana songs, like yeah, yeah. like that grunge. It's kind of like grungy, yeah, yeah, and maybe not necessarily the music, but like definitely their image is like grungy and yeah. street kind of. And their production can sometimes be like really, I guess, like raw in its yeah. sound. Like it's not, it's never that produced. It's always sort of really laid back guitar sound. So I, I'm really into them. Um, but then now I kind of listen to a bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, my favorite album from this year so far is probably an album from this guy called Nick Murphy, who used to be called Chet Faker. 
Um, Why did he change his name? I don't know. He, so this guy named Chet Faker, if you're international, you may not know him. He won Australia's... So he won the Triple J Hottest 100 like five years ago, 2014, maybe. I think, it, with yeah. a song called Talk Is Cheap. And he was huge at the time. And then why would you change your image? Yeah. If you've got a brand that's that big... He changed his... That's why stage. Panic... His real name yeah. is Nick Murphy and he just... Stuck now... And they always put Nick Murphy, FKA, formerly known as Chet Faker, yeah. because they know people are going to be confused know who Nick about Murphy it. Is. Yeah, but his album from this year, which has nothing to do with, I'd say it is so far from what Blink One Eighty Two or any yeah. punk band sounds like. But it's a really good album that I really liked. Um, so yeah, what about you? I uh, have gone through like a lot of weird things. I think a lot of people don't realize I'm like pretty into like rap music. Oh really? Sometimes. Like, um, I, I often, I mean, when I'm at Lewis, he used to always put on Cursor in the car and I, I actually quite enjoy some of Cursor's music, mm. um, which I think a lot of people, I think Australian rap has a really bad rap, you know, uh, image or I don't know. People just like think you're a loser if you listen to it. Yeah, right. I don't listen to a lot of Australian rap. Um, I do. I really like Eminem. Yeah, I love um, Eminem. But I, isn't that the widest yeah. thing you could ever say? That's the thing, like, this is such a, this is, I, I think people... Don't realize, like, I am truly the whitest boy who ever lived. Yeah. I love Eminem. What's your favorite Eminem song? Dude, like, and that's the thing you don't even want to know. No, tell me. It's not Lose Yourself. Is it, is but it it's My Name Is? No, it's, it's Love The Way <laughs> You <laughs> Lie <laughs> featuring Rihanna. Yeah, that's, the, it's that's either proper that or white the, shit. Yeah, Lose Like, yourself. I'm so white that I don't even like the good old shit. I like the new shit. I love Monster. Like, I'm yeah, friends with, with the them. monster. And I love um that song you did with Dr. Dre, I Need a I Doctor. Need a doctor. Yeah. Um, the Doctor Was Doctor. Dr. Dre, yeah. the doctor he's rapping about. Yeah, sorry. If I, you didn't make I, the connection I think in most the song, people made the yeah, connection. Some people might not have. Some people might not have. Um, I also really like Post Malone. Um, I really like Post Malone. Yeah, like, he's awesome. I actually think he has punk vibes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So what I've realized I've liked, and I think it, t- it took me a while to understand this, is I have always liked mainstream music that kind of brands itself as kind of anti-establishment or mm. like underground. Mm. So it's like, Everyone likes Post Malone, but his image is like he's cool and yeah. and and I love Halsey. Um, I think oh, yeah. she's like not like the other pop stars. She's not like Ariana Grande or Katy Perry. Yeah. She is a pop star, but she's like fucking cool, and she can tell she writes music that she likes. And yeah. her, I like her whole uh, movement is like I'm doing what I want, and I yeah, think I just yeah, like yeah. artists who do whatever the fuck they want, and that's what I'm into. I recently I've. Uh, Got into this weird phase where I've started listening to Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. who you've talked about on your podcast. Yeah, um, I know nothing about. I like him. Uh, Young Blood, and they've got this song together featuring Travis Barker. You should listen oh, to really? it. There was a couple of comments under the new Blink One Eighty Two video saying like, "How crazy is it that we live in a world where?" Uh, Young Blood and Machine Gun Kelly have uh like have got more punk rock vibes than Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, and I think like that's the way a lot of music is going. Is like um, I think there might be a slight uh, I think it's going to come full circle this genre, and I reckon in the next five years, pop punk might become cool again, or some well, form of it. It had a resurgence, I guess. Like there was like a- all time low and stuff. But no, still, I wouldn't, that's still I, not mainstream. No, All Time Low, I don't like. I love them. I uh, know because... I've the, seen them live and it was easily still the... I say, okay, people are going to hate me for this. I've seen the Foo Fighters live and I will always maintain that uh, All Time Low, live at the Hi-Fi, was the best night of music I've ever 
See, it was so much fun, dude. I, I sang Dear Maria in the yeah. microphone while crowd surfing. It I was the have, best moment of my life. I don't have anything against them, but I just think after the peak of Blink-182, there are a lot of bands that came along that were actively trying to do Tom DeLonge's voice in a way, and I feel like All Time Low were the, the pioneers of that. Trying to I mean, sound like Tom DeLonge, but just not you being You know, able to. Alex and Mark have a band together. Simple Creatures. Dude, They're coming to Australia. Yeah, and you know who won't be there? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you like it? I hated it. Oh, I didn't mind it. They, they they're so self-aware, though. They posted, hey, Australia, trash pop is coming down under. Yeah, right. And I was like, it's good you know that it sucks. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I, I thought didn't they like had it. some good songs. But yeah, like All Time Low, um, the Forever the Sickest Kids and Dude, shit I like that. Dude, I love that nah, shit. See, you're, you, I think because you're like two years younger than me, you've gotten two extra years where I withdrew. You bail it out. Like, I just said, all right, Sum 41. I'm going to draw the line it. here. Yeah. Surely, oh, dude, I went way the, further, the main, man. The main? No, I never went that the far. The getaway plan? Like yes, bands like, like the that. getaway plan. Yeah, never dude, got into I was them. obsessed with this Australian band called Stealing O'Neill, and you would, would <laughs> know them. I've never heard of them. Um, I listened, dude, pretty much if, if there was like an Australian pop punk band that's been around the last 10 years. Tonight Alive? Fucking They're love them. They're not bad, yeah. And I, I also, like you, you want to know my two biggest ever, like, I I I I liked them before they were cool type moments. Tonight, Tonight Alive. Alive. I remember watching their film clip of Wasting Away. How good's they that song? They had seven thousand likes on Facebook, and then now they're huge. And they did a song with Mark Hoppus. They did. Thank you. And, and also night. Benji Madden from Good Charlotte. Not, not as, as good. not as cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I else? I did like Good Charlotte. You want to know my the weirdest band I've ever discovered before they got huge? Who I discovered Five Seconds of Summer. Oh. Are you ready? When they had less than a thousand likes on Facebook. Do you like their music? I I don't. I think it's like cute. I feel like I would have liked it if I was five too, years actually. younger. Me too, yeah. And I feel like that was the one where I kind of drew the line and I came in a little late. But at the same time though, still listen to their album. She Looks So Perfect is a good song. I've liked that's that whole album. I, I, oh, think, I haven't heard the album. Oh yeah, that thing. I still listen to the album because I was like, oh, they're Australian and, and they're my age and I just... I would think that's cool because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. In my eyes, I look at them and go, that's what I wanted to do, but I never achieved never that. Never did it. So I Didn't just like... Didn't have the musical so talent. Still, yeah, I had no musical yeah. talent and I, you know, I also, and, you know, the guy from One Direction never saw my acoustic YouTube cover video. on Twitter. So it's like, <laughs> you know, life, life's, life's a journey and that didn't happen for me. Yeah. But you know what? I always think about that band and if you ever watched Five Seconds of Summer's acoustic videos of them in high school... They're not very good. Really? And it does goes to show that Do they anyone still make can make music? it. Yeah. The young yeah, blood. Okay. You know oh, yeah. They're, the they're very different now, yeah. though. They're not doing like pop punk music. No, they're, they're not. doing they're like pop, from it. literally just pop music. I think they've gone like, man, I would love to line my pockets with $100 bills. Mm. Let's quit doing a music genre that stopped being cool. Yeah. And it's smart. Let's do radio music. You know what I think is quite sad? I don't, we'll get off pop punk in a sec. And this might be a long podcast because all we've been pop talking punk. about is How pop much, punk. Can we, can, do we, can we still keep going? Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know if you had a time limit nah, on your podcast. I don't care. I mean, people can... This... This episode is so niche that like yeah. only people who really like music are going to be still here. You've switched off yeah. if you went into it. Yeah. So yeah. after all that Blink-182 chat, some people might have been like, guys, I'm fucking, I don't like them. Could have listened to the entire discography of yeah. Blink-182 <laughs> by now. But um, what I find sad about the pop punk genre, and I think a lot of, this is why it gets a bad rap. This is why people make fun of it with pizza and skating and khaki shorts, because... Bands like Simple Plan, Newfound Glory and stuff, they never evolved. 
No. Ever. No, that, like Blink-182, we talked about their evolution then. There is an evolution that you can clearly see in that band. They evolved and they peaked. Dude, I... Duck, duck, go. Newfound Glory the other day just to see. I was like, I wonder what they're still doing. Same Same stuff. shit, man. They're, they're wearing like car- three-quarter khaki pants. Do you want to know the band that I reckon is the, the pinnacle of that? Do you know Bowling for Soup? Of course. They still make 35-minute pop-punk albums where pretty much every song is filler. But there clearly is an audience for it. They have an audience. I still follow them on Facebook because I find it funny. Like They post uh, live clips of 1985 like once a month. (laughs) <laughs> and like high school never yeah, ends. They like basically had like Jack Black the clown, Brad Pitt the quarterback, punk rock one hundred and one. Like they just, but they have not evolved. You no. know that. Um, and I don't want to say. I don't think I've ever told people that these clips are out there. And now I'm, yeah. I'm going to regret this. No, just say, man. <sighs> Fuck. I think I maybe have said it from the podcast. Did you do a cover or something? There is a cover of me in year ten. On YouTube under the band name No Break Avenue of look of nineteen eighty five. Can we do a live reaction? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you don't have to, man. So no, I don't want to pressure you. Here's what the problem is: I we lost the password to that account, so and it can can't be deleted. deleted. <laughs> Everyone report it. No <laughs> Break Avenue nineteen eighty five, dude. I am. Do you sing? Uh, no, no, oh. I can, I, I would have loved to be able to sing. Was this at like a school So there's quest? a few videos. There's Natives by Blink-182 cover. Did you do a Natives cover? Oh, it was so bad, man. Because that song, that was just after the Neighbourhoods was, was released. Yeah. yeah. So we were like, this is the shit. Oh my oh. God. So I'm wearing my, so for those listening. Yep. Yeah, I've got, uh, so I bought the exact same guitar that Tom DeLonge has uh, when he played Big Day Out because wow. I thought that was cool. So I have a Fender Strat. I'm wearing skinny jeans. I'm wearing a Vans Off The Wall t-shirt and my side fringe is absolutely uh, in place. How how do you think the singer went? Like, let's just hear you. Yeah, uh, I don't want to throw shade. Who, do you still I'm see not this gonna, guy? No. And I... I, I yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. Hayden, you're a great guy. You just no, no a... one performed well. No, no one, yeah, one. I was gonna say I can't throw shade because I'm playing terrible rhythm guitar in this. You haven't even started singing this yet. But he's not even singing. You're not. He's not even singing the notes no. from the song. No, he's, <laughs> he's not just saying the words. <laughs> It is. It's like the most cliche high school band who <laughs> who weren't good. And but this is probably how Bowling for Soup ended up doing that song, dude. <laughs> I thought at the time this is how like unself aware I used to be. I was like, I'm fucking gonna make it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, this is it. These are my. This is my band for life. I yeah, guess. I remember actually yeah. thinking, going like, this is my life. And now, obviously, that that it's was no, my it's first not your life. band. It's not your it's life not. now. In retrospect, it wasn't. Now it's reviewing that on podcasts, <laughs> which is my life, sadly. And I am. Making Making a career out of well, reviewing my There is life. Uh, the Teenage Dream cover that I did at, that, at Glee Club at Your school. Glee Club one is so good. Get your heart racing, you must be the tight jeans, be your teenage dream tonight. Let you put your hands on me, you must be in tight jeans, tight jeans, dream tonight. Ooh, ah. Did you ever watch videos of my other band, Sunday Heist? 
No, I thought that was the same band. No, no. So Sunday House was like the year 12 one when we were self-aware. And I actually don't <laughs> regret it that much. Like it, <laughs> some, some of it's pretty good. Like I, We had a song go like top, you know, 50 on Triple J on Earth. Oh, like, no way. I mean, that's not impressive. Unearthed it. Like, that's all right. Unearthed, like, yeah. What was the song All called? our friends just listened to it. Uh, Hollow. Oh, yeah. It, um, it got hello. played a couple of times on like that unearthed radio type thing. Yeah. And but was it like hello? No, it was hello. Like, <laughs> like, like something's hollow. Ah, yeah. So not like hello. No. <laughs> could, could you just do that? Hello. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, whatever. Yeah. Plus, so yeah. What were we talking about? Jack oh yeah. Post. Bands Cackle that don't and Jack evolve. Post was in a, was in a punk band Last called Chance. Last Chance. Yeah. yeah. That's classic. That's so funny. I feel like you would have been in a punk band if I wanted your, to be. If your friends were like, if you were in the yeah. like, if you went to my school, you would have been in my band. I reckon I would have been. I could have sung in it. I feel like we would have been friends. I think we would have too. Yeah. I would have been the cool older guy in the band though. Oh yeah, because you're two years the older. Two years older. Yeah. Aren't you a year older? No, I'm ninety four. Oh really? Yeah. That's so weird. But yeah, 96. I would have been the cool older member of the band who like knows he's too cool to be in the band, but just is yeah, throwing right. you a bone and then sticks around when the band gets big. Um, what? Are you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. What are your thoughts on... Uh, these are the other big bands before Blink that I was... Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were my favourite band in like uh, grade five, grade six. Never loved them. Never loved I them. I like them. Yeah. Never loved them. That's Never got pretty too white. deep into them. Yeah. I think that's pretty wide to like yeah. funk rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Snow. I like yep. Under... The, like all their big songs yeah. I know and enjoy, but... I just never related what to their about music. Powderfinger and Jet. Nah, too. Ne- I was <sighs> never. I love Powderfinger. Jet, man. I didn't mind. Powderfinger, I couldn't even name one of their songs. I My don't Happiness. Think. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. song. But I never got into it. <laughs> right, okay. Did so they like, sing Chasing Cars? And that was Snow Patrol. <laughs> Yeah, they always remind me. And I hate me. that I know that. You want to know the, the shittest thing, the shittest long-running, lifelong in-joke that me and my brother have? No. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. I do. Oh, okay, I, don't don't know, I don't know, but I do want to know. Yeah. Uh, still to this day, whenever that song comes on, I think when we were kids, my brother started singing, Let's Waste Time. <laughs> That is, those are the words. Let's chase. It's let's waste time. And he used to go, chasing farts. <laughs> and you know, still to this day, like when that song comes on, me and my brother look at each other. Like we've been drunk for at a party. Someone else 21st. Someone's played that song for some reason. We've been like, chasing farts. Yeah, and it's like. It's very immature. And Jack's like, if I fart here. <laughs> if I just. <laughs> and I remember we were like eight and we thought that was so funny. It, maybe this, I, that wasn't even out when I was eight, so I was probably the, like fourteen. There's this, guy, <laughs> there's this guy who works at the radio station, and he told me when he um like asked his girlfriend out for the first time, like properly, mm. he he quoted that song. He said, "Hey, uh, if he actually said this to her, I'm not going to say who it was because you know them." But they, <laughs> but he, he he said he said, "Hey, uh, if I just lay here." Would you lie with me and just forget the world? And she laughed at him because she, <laughs> no she knew the song, but he was serious. <laughs> Imagine unironically quoting Snow, Snow Patrol, Patrol and being like, "This will work." Song. Like you can quote a band in real life if the song isn't That's like well known. Walking up to a girl and being like. <clears throat> I like them boom boom power, yeah. them chickens jacking my yeah. style. Or just like, <laughs> soldier boy, tell him you. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh. I got a new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
One thing I think we should cover on this music episode is one-hit wonders. What's oh, your favourite one-hit wonder? Yeah, uh, you get what you give by the new radicals. <laughs> Same. It actually best. is. It's yeah. the best one-hit wonder of all time. It's the best. It's one of the best songs ever. Teenage Dirtbag is up yeah, there for me as well. Yeah, that's definitely a one-hit wonder. Um, also, kind of like The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. I wouldn't call that a one hit. I would. I what name really? name another Jimmy Eat World uh, song? I've listened extensively to their okay. whole discography. You're like that's like being someone who's like I wouldn't call uh I wouldn't call uh, can't touch this a one hit wonder. Yeah, I mean MC I've Hammer. listened to all of MC Hammer's albums. <laughs> no, Jimmy Eat World like they had a, they had a lot of really good songs. They had a song called Futures. They had a song called Damage, which was good. Um, they had this song called The Middle, which we've already talked about, actually. Uh, yeah. People listening, the yeah. only song you'd know. On that album alone, they had this song called Hear Me. Ne- Hear Me. I don't even know the name. Sound Off Below, what's the song I'm thinking of? It's a slow song. I think it's like Hear Me Now, Hear You Now. Man, anyway, know. You, no one knows Anyway, this someone sound off I'm, below. I was only letting you talk about that because I'm looking up. You're looking up uh, other questions. I'm just duck duck going one, one hit wonders. Um, Can't touch this. Uh... Uh, the song about the uh, Hollaback girl, she didn't have much after that. Oh, I hate when countdowns start off at 100. It's like, champ, I'm not scrolling I through 100. I want the top 10. Pick top 10. Maybe even Rolling the top Stone 10. readers pick the top 10 one hit wonders of all time. Yeah, okay. let's go through them. Um, oh, a bit of an awkward. Oh, Sir Mix a Lot room. <laughs> Is that Baby Got Back? Oh, Turning Japanese, number 10. Classic. I think I'm turning Japanese. Yeah. That's kind of racist these days. You wouldn't do that these days. No. What about computer games by Me Sex? I've never heard that. It's a one-hit wonder. You know what, well, one it's not a... even a wonder. Yeah. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's just a one. I didn't think it, it was a hit. Yeah. Um, Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping. Great song. I get knocked but, down. But you didn't hear much more from Chumbawamba. No. Uh, I don't even know this song. Blind Melon, No Rain. Never heard never of heard it. Never heard of that. Never heard it. Oh, um, a great one is Flagpole Sitter by... Um, Oh, uh, what are they called? Yeah, I've heard uh, the Harvey Danger. I hate that I've heard the uh, Punk Goes Pop. Did you version. used to listen to the Punk Goes Pop? Dude, I used to eagerly await those Me albums. Me too. Punk Goes Crunk. Yeah, which, which had Umbrella by All Time, All Time Low, Low, which is probably their best. Um, there was also like the one with Over My Head, um, by The Fray. There was someone by Data Remember. Yeah, yeah. A Data Remember is another good like that's they're m- coming going Australia, more and I they're the only like screamer band I'll, I'll delve yeah, into. Yeah, because they're not screamer. Screamer people will be like fuck off, but yeah. like they're the only band that I listen to that incorporates screamer screamed vocals. Yeah, um, they had a lot of good songs. The Knack, My Sharona, a yeah. classic. Uh, yeah, no, the Knack had a knack for having one good song. Yeah, and <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna do one of those. Oh, and uh, number two is "Come on, Eileen." Come on, Eileen. I would say all those party songs are like actually. Oh, they're, yeah, they're all songs. Take on me. They all yeah. still hold up, and also Jesse's girl, uh, yep. Stacy's mum. They all still hold up. When I was in year nine, there was this guy at my school who used to. Te- I had a girlfriend at the time, yep. like a girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. He used to text... Well, yeah, most people would he, call it a girlfriend. He used to text my girlfriend and say, hey, I'm just listening to the song Jessie's Girl and I wish that I had Jessie's Girl. And she'd show me the text and be like, what the fuck is D- this? Did that guy's name think... Did he think your name was Jessie? No, but he was He was implied... He was trying to tell this girl, ah... Oh, I like you. Yeah. How weird's that? Sound off in the comments below. What's the weirdest thing you've done? Ever. <laughs> just, just Ever. Ever. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, let's get to some questions that you guys that asked. Yeah. Or This is you guys sounding off the questions. Uh, what is the widest song ever? I have mine. The, 
got the whitest. See, I'm not that good at like. Dude, it's being Mr. Brightside. Oh, that's a white song, but that's it's, a white it's girl a, song. Well, that's what a white song is. Is if you're at a party and it gets to like a you know midnight, and, goes, and then it comes on, and girls go, Woo! and all the guys go, oh, oh, come on, yeah, and everyone goes to the dance floor. That's a white song, and then yeah. and then that's people. That's the best part of that bit in the party when it's you just the, the reality. The reality is just. Jealousy, and then you kind of awkwardly. I what I'm doing with my life. Yeah, you're Jealousy. like, <laughs> you all know this song, <laughs> and most people don't actually know the lyrics. How do you dance to it? Like turning, turning. <laughs> How do you dance to that song without fist bumping? On. Yeah, and people just like angrily do it. They're like choking on your, and it's like, yeah. calm down. We all know the song. Um, yeah, it's probably that. What's your widest song? Oh, I would say all the small things. Oh, I was thinking about this recently. The two songs that I think I've heard the most times in would have life. in my life would just just because like being in events, you know, listening to it myself would have to be. I think it would either be out of all the small things or Mr. Brightside. I think those two songs I've heard the most. Would you say Bohemian Rhapsody? Like it's less white than Mr. Yeah, Brightside, but, but it's, I don't know how many because it's such a long song. Yeah, it's like true. I don't know how many times I've fully yeah. listened to the song. I guess often people don't even play the full. Was there ever a shortened version? No, I don't think so because you can't shorten something like that. Yeah. Mr. Brightside, I'd have to say. He is the widest song of all time. Um, Thoughts on rap. We kind of already did that. I love Eminem. Yeah. We're so white. (laughs) I love Eminem. (laughs) I can rap any Eminem verse. This was the... If you said, like, verse two of uh, Love the Way You Lie, I'd rap it. Like, just... Go. Nah, well, I need need context. So, if I said, hey, Mike... Rap verse two of Love the Way because nah, like. I can't think of isn't, it on the spot. Isn't it like, you know, he said things, did that things it? that we didn't mean. mean. Before we fall back into the same patterns, the same, same routine. Me. But your temper's just as bad as mine is. You're the same as me, but when it comes to love, you're just as blighted. And baby, please, please come, come back. back. It wasn't you. Baby, it was me. Maybe our relationship <laughs> isn't as crazy as it seemed. Maybe that's what happens when a tornado meets a volcano. All I know is I love you too much to, to walk, walk away, away though. Come inside. Pick up your bags. I'm like up the, the backup side. rapper who just, like, who just says the rhyme. <laughs> yeah, you keep going. Don't you hear sincerity? In my voice when, when I, I talk, told you this was my fault. Look, Look you in, in the, the eyeball. eyeball. Next time I'm pissed, I'll my fist at, at the, the drywall. Wall. Next time, there won't be no next time. You don't get another chance. Like if it's not a Nintendo game, but you light again. Now you get to watch her leave at the window. Guess that's why they pull a window, window pane. pane. Just gonna stand there and what? See, that's first You know two. what also works? Every other song. I've been a liar. Been been a thief, you could do an Eminem mashup and. You wouldn't be able Never to tell. Never hear Eminem. Just play all the featuring. That would be actually together. heaps good. Yeah. Um, Verse two of Mockingbird. No, we're not. Oh, doing we're it. not doing that. Um, we're just doing the one. Sorry, yeah. guys. We'll do a podcast, which is just us <laughs> testing out. I worry <laughs> that that was so good that we might get copyright struck because it sounded so much like the real deal. <laughs> Thanks. Um, we already talked about what our Emma said. Best Panic at the Disco album. Um, pretty odd, I would say. I also pretty really like Death of a favorite, Bachelor. Yeah. Um, someone just said talk about uh, Reese Maston. Uh, Reese Maston is what a is guy that, that we about? went out for drinks with once. Yeah. <laughs> Have we ever talked about that night? I think I did <laughs> that it That was the a podcast. fun night. We played good so, night at so a bar. So Todd, I think, kind of like, oh, he either paid off the DJ or... No, it was James Blake, not Todd. Oh, so it was James. James. Yeah, yeah, okay. Our producer, James. So James It was is... after the last Modern Digital show. The thing about James is he's a stickler for the rules. 
But if he knows no one's watching, he'll go behind backs yes. to make funny things happen. Yeah. So uh, we were out at this bar in South Melbourne just after the radio, the last ever modern digital show when Reese Maston came on. And we all yeah. went out for drinks and... Uh, and we didn't think it was going to be that much of a big night. We were like, oh, we'll go have a few beers with Reese. That'll be cool. Yeah. Dude, shots came out. We we're all smashing beers. That like Reese, and Reese paid for all Reese the was shots. paying for everything. And we're like, dude, he's still in this good night money. And shot- <laughs> like- <laughs> shots of some booker, if I recall yeah. correctly. So, Not like vodka. Then, So we were getting pretty drunk. And then we just hear... Like dun, the, dun, 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 I got my T-shirt, and we was like, ah! Oh, and then it was a white girl song. It was everyone, like, oh, <laughs> get on the dance floor. Reese hid under the table. Yeah, he Remember hid that? under he the was table. So he was so embarrassed. I people, felt terrible. The other people in the bar realized that. Oh, this, this the is guy the guy who sings the song is here. Yeah, and then everyone just started doing the dance. And it was then great. Reese paid for everyone to get a maxi cab to some other bar in Do you want to know the weirdest South shit? Bank? Yeah. No, so this is what actually happened. We all got separate Ubers and stuff. Yeah. My brother the next morning. So my brother ended up coming. Remember when yeah, Simo yeah, and my yeah. brother came? And your brother's girlfriend was there, wasn't, yeah. wasn't so, she? So he, no, 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 he wasn't. It was just he came after uh, work, right? And oh, then okay. next morning he's like, dude, weirdest thing happened last night. And, and he kind of like, he's very in the shadows of like my content. He gets bored up sometimes. He kind yeah. of just hangs in the background. Yeah. He has no desire to be like, of fame he works or like, in accountancy, yeah, like, doesn't he? Yeah, Something he's like just that. a tax consultant. He yeah. has no desire to really get involved Lovely in anything guy. I do. He said, yeah. Next morning, he's like, man, crazy night last night I had. I was like, yeah. And he goes, you know what happened? He goes, I never thought this would happen in my life. He goes, if you had have thought, <laughs> if you had have been like, hey, Luke, uh, in five years, whatever. Oh, hey, Jack, in five years, I'm going to end up in this situation. He goes, I found myself in the back of an Uber with just me, Reese Maston and his manager. <laughs> Yeah, my I, brother. I don't know. Who, I don't know who was in my Uber. Like, Jack, Jack was like, no one else was in there. He goes, I thought you or Lewis were going to come in with me or Mike. He goes, I knew no one. He goes, I was just. Reese was like, hey man, who are you? And he's like, I'm Luke's brother. And Reese is like, oh hey man. <laughs> so that was the situation in which Jack Kidgel was just in like with like he's like they were just talking about like our oh, upcoming shows and yeah. he was just sitting there going, I'm a taxi consultant <laughs> and like. I remember, like, I have videos of us, like, you and Lewis doing, like, cartwheels in the middle of an alleyway in South. But, like, that was a oh, crazy really? night. That was we dumb. went back to a McDonald's after and they had, like, this dollar <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know those things where you roll a coin down and it goes, whoop, Yeah, so whoop. The, you have to, it's like a charity thing yeah, in some McDonald's and it makes it have. fun to donate money. Yeah, so you put the coin in and it rolls down slopes. Yeah. But the coin's get stuck yeah so there's like a build-up of coins so we were trying to get a coin all <laughs> the way what? down i can go find this video because i put it on my instagram story and it should be my highlights <laughs> if i scroll down to that yeah. date and we, and we were just like oh, oh and then when it finally got to the bottom everyone me you todd james lewis all i think that, that was shit. it and jack and yeah. simo we just yeah started going oh and then i think <laughs> we played it on the radio the next yeah, day <laughs> we were so excited um it's so crazy. Yeah, so that's that's our thoughts on Reese. Reese is awesome. That's, yeah, Reese is awesome. Um, He's a, actually a lovely guy. I really wanted to go to his workers' club show in Geelong in a couple of weeks, but oh, cool. uh, you should people should go to that. I'm just going to see another man of mine, Lane, who's yeah. a past guest of this podcast. He's doing yeah. a show the same night. Keelan, uh, uh, of Luke and Lewis fame, uh, asked us, uh, which band's more recent albums were better, Green Day or Blink-182? Now, we've already talked a lot about Blink-182. I haven't listened to either band's recent albums. I just want to say, purely because I hope it is, hopefully Green Days. Well, Blink-182 haven't put out an album since California. Haven't they? Yeah, they have. They put out like a deluxe edition with bonus tracks, uh, but right. they haven't put out a full album. 
Um, but Green Day did one called Revolution Radio, which was actually quite good. Yeah. Had a really beautiful song called Ordinary World, which is like a ballad that kind of reminds me of Time of Your Life. Like, it's really good. Oh, okay. Suss it. Um, Thanks, Keelan. Thanks for writing in, man. Stop making fuck-ups on the Luke and Lewis show. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's funny. Someone said, and I just feel bad, how is your music taste... How has your both your music tastes evolved from childhood to adulthood? I think all Didn't we've we all that? we've gained is mine hasn't evolved. <laughs> yeah, my like, I feel like I'm more open now. I used to be like, oh, anything on the radio is just trash. Oh yeah, now like I'm just I like, do listen to like um, I wanna, uh, you know, the only music I kind of haven't got into is that Triple J. Like I look at a Splinter in the Grass lineup and I'm just like, don't care. Same. I look at it and it's Tri- like Splendor. Meredith, all these it's festivals like are beyond the me. The Falls Festival got to, uh, you know, thing on everyone's like, man, let's go see. I can't even name a band. Yeah. Uh, the Bennies. The Fuck Knuckles. The, like, the, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like killed. The, yeah, the Bennies. The like, Bennies or like, like shit like but that. Don't you think people with these festivals, they're like, there's a really small band that has one song that's mildly popular on Triple J, and they're like, oh yeah, the. The Cranberry kids are going to be there. And you're just like, and who the like, fuck are the Cranberry like, kids? fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, we all know you just know the one song. And like, I don't know. Like, I do know the headliners, obviously. Like, I yeah. always know like Amy Shark and yeah. stuff like that. I'm going to look at the Falls Festival line. Amy Shark did a song with Mark Hoppus. I really liked that it. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting up the Falls Festival lineup yeah. now. We're going to get wanna... so much hate from the Triple J audience. I don't give a shit, <laughs> dude. I don't think anyone... I, I think my podcast audience is so wide at this point that... Yeah, maybe Triple J music is now the widest thing you can actually listen to. Yeah, possibly. Maybe I'm like kind of cool now that I have like a weird taste. Like, don't you reckon like... I don't think that's the, the case. <laughs> the, the hottest 100 used to be like this really like underground, like this is what all the cool people yeah, listen to. Don't you like reckon mainstream. it's the most mainstream thing you can be? Um, okay, I do not... Like, who's this band? Uh, <laughs> what? It's not <laughs> the Cranberry Kids. No, there is a band. You're going to think I'm... Okay, you're going to think I'm making this up. There's a band on the Falls Festival lineup called the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. Yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> and also like King Gizzard and the Pink Wizard Sweats. Wizard. Like... These bands with like really crazy names. You know what it is? It says no offense, Toddy like sure plus good. loads more. For a second, I thought plus loads more was a band. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good band name. Um, if you could be in a band, what would you call it? Uh, I like the fuck knuckles. <laughs> oh no, even better. And then Drake and everyone will be like, oh, like they'd shorten it to the fuck knucks. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, man, who are you, you going to see? Fuck knucks? Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck knuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, fuck I, I know Baker Boy. I saw him at the airport. Baker once. Boy's cool. Baker Boy's cool. I really like, I like Peking songs. Duck. Yeah, I like Peking the um, Dude, as if people are still going to see Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Like, we didn't have that one are song they of like. still a thing? Yeah, I don't know. They're still making music. Uh, John Farnham's playing Falls. Okay, this is my other thing about the festivals. Hell? They always get these people that are like memes. Like, sort of, it's the Shannon Dale Braithwaite. They get Dale Braithwaite, yeah. and people go like. Oh, Braitho's gonna be at Falls. He's gonna be playing horses. Our fucking six and then they have it's to like, sit through forty minutes yeah, of shit they haven't it. heard. It's like if you're gonna spend four hundred dollars on a ticket to a festival, yeah. and the selling point of the festival and that's is pretty that good Braith- to see horses live with like eighty thousand other people. Pretty cool. Really? Yeah, it'd be is fun. It worth it? It'd be fun. Yeah, I know, but people act like it's like the best thing that's ever There's happened. There's a band called Dope Lemon. Yeah, I've heard their. Album. I know who G that's Flip Angus is. She's Stone. cool. Yeah, um, number one dads is the name of a band yeah. or an artist. That'd just be bloody uh, your dad and my dad. Tell you what, uh, uh, there's a there's a band called uh, Amel and the Sniffers. 
<laughs> Amyl and the sniffers. Amyl and the sniffers. Do you know what Amyl is? It's a drug. Yeah. Yeah. It's It relaxes your asshole. That's, that's so triple J. <laughs> oh, you're just... going to see Amyl and the sniffers? Yeah, I'll bring the Amyl. You bring the sniffers. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to get caught by a sniffer while you're doing Amyl. I just... <laughs> I just think that music, like, it just doesn't interest me. And I guess it's a thing where maybe if I grew up now, maybe that's maybe what I'd yeah, like. Same. Like, I would, I don't think I could say with a straight face, like, like someone's like, oh, who's your favorite band? Amal and the Sniffers, Psychedelic dude. porn crumpets. <laughs> Why? Because I love psychedelic rock. It's I like, love porn. Love crumpets for breaking. Yeah, you know how, how I love I taking psychedelics and jacking <laughs> off over crumpets, man. You and know, like... If you're if you're a member of that band, that's fine. Nothing against you. I'm not saying that anything I do is better than you. Yeah. I'm sure your music's good. I just can't get around that name. A few people have want us to talk about like EDM music. I don't know much about EDM music, but I do really. I don't think it is EDM music. But someone said, literally talk about anything about Salvatore Ganacci. No, you know I've never that heard is? that name. So oh, you clearly don't watch my channel. Um, I'm sorry, man. I do. I've, I've done a couple of videos on him. I watch um, some of your stuff. Oh, that's okay. the bi-monthly bulls. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I really like your shit. Uh, it's a, is it called Mike Review or Lou Review or something like that? Uh, that's Lewis Spears. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, Don't worry about it, though. We get mistaken all the time. Anyway, We're both so tall. he's just like, he's a DJ. What, what's yeah. your thoughts on like Tomorrowland and that whole like... Never heard of that. Tomorrowland? Is that a festival? What? Is Tomorrowland... It's, it's probably, a Disney film, I would say isn't actually it? the biggest If you go to music... Disneyland, they have Tomorrowland in Disneyland. I'm pretty confident in saying Tomorrowland is actually the biggest music festival in the world. Um, and it's in Europe. Yeah, never heard it's of it. It's huge. Do I look like the kind of guy who goes to music festival Are and you, does AML? You, and <laughs> Because I'm <it>? not. <laughs> no, you look like the kind of guy who would keep up to date with what is enormous. For no. like the last 10 years. I, I, I vaguely have heard of Tomorrowland, maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, it's like Steve Aoki and just like, yeah. you know, all the biggest DJs. So what, what do you... I, th- I feel like we can't talk about EDM music because I don't know Dota, what... Dota? The song Dota? I know that you hear it... the song Dota? Visita hari danta, vismerarita dota, apuse poros meke, ferusa kovirike, visita hari danta... You know what's a weird thing that happened in music a couple of years ago? The Dota song? No, like that. (laughs) But like, uh, it became mainstream after Despacito to just like sing in a Spanish or whatever. Different language. Just in a different language. We just like, the half the lyrics are in English (laughs) and then... And it's like, there's part. Now Justin Bieber's going to... And everyone's just like, ah, barito. And everyone in the context of the song knows what they're saying and we're supposed to just know. Yeah. No, um, EDM is not my jam. There's also a song called Raver's Fantasy that I remember listening to in like year eight. And it's like, this is my daddy and it's just the Raver's Fantasy. Sound off if you know the Dota song and the Raver's Fantasy song. Hey, this is an interesting one. Um, Veronica, someone said, talk about Veronica's and the Veronica's only. I'm sorry, we have talked about some other stuff, but... Um, Do you want my you know honest the, opinion? The yeah. Veronicas are on the good things line. Yeah, I saw that. What the fuck? Can I say that I genuinely think the Veronicas make incredible music? Yes, but they should not be on, on a the, hardcore no. festival lineup, on a pop punk. Untouched, hook me up forever. Uh, I think they're great. Yeah. Um, like, I really like those songs. Even that new one, uh, Take Take Me Back. No. The Do you think of me in night? Do you think of me in bed? 
can just imagine your uh, mate I like think it's saying that me. unironically to a girl now. Like, hey, baby, <laughs> do you think, do you of, think me of me at, at night? night? No, I think it's called, called Think of Me. That's a good song. They play it on the radio show all the time. walked up to a girl and went, can you hook me up? Anything is good enough. <laughs> hook, hook me, me up. up. <laughs> and she's like... I, Are you can okay? I just, can I tell a story about the Veronicas? Actually, that this is—I think this is funny. So, in it must have been year eleven at school, right? And I went to this really like hardcore private Catholic school, so it was re- yeah, you couldn't like you'd get in trouble if you did something wrong, like yeah. most schools. And I just remember, um, oh, it's the song "Take Me on the Floor," right? And the Take chorus is da 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 da. So I just remember. We were doing a test in or something like we were doing work in a silent classroom with this teacher that was like notoriously not a great teacher. Like mm. he would always like people would muck muck around all the time. And I just remember the class was in complete silence, everyone just doing their work, and then suddenly a guy sitting at the front just goes, Take me on the floor, and the whole class just went da 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 and then everyone just went silent again. And it was like the funniest moment ever. I think um <laughs> People like really underestimate how funny it is, and I think just like the uh, com- this is why I think comedy and music has like such a weird crossover, which is like yeah, it's so funny. Music is such a thing where if you like quote something and stuff, something like that, it's so funny. Yeah. Like to quote music, I don't know, just some shit like that. When you're all in on this one thing, yeah, and I think that's on like <laughs> that's a, actually true. On like a, that's why I think makes music so cool is like everyone in that moment was like. I know exactly what, what to do is- after someone says, take me on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And that's, everyone knows the song. There's no other thing. Like there's no movie quote that where you say the first half, everyone says the finishes second the second half. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, or maybe if you go, I feel the need. And then everyone, no, one, I don't even no, know that. What is that? The need for speed. Uh, like I haven't, seen, or whatever. haven't seen it. But you know that quote. Don't, didn't no? know the quote. Oh, I, okay. Like I did not know that. But like for me, if someone was like, yeah, like you never at high school interview, like get to the, the whole class is not going to be like chopper. chopper. <laughs> But like music is so funny that yeah, and because it's, it's catchy, rhythmic, I guess, and yeah. I guess people, it's just fun to participate in, which yeah. is why I think most people like music. Yeah, I'm it's trying so to think of to other examples. Well, dude, that, that was like the Good Night thing on our radio show. It was like, and you know the other one from the radio show. There was this song called "Don't Delete the Kisses" by Wolf Alice, and it started like. Wah, eh, <laughs> and every time it came on, Lewis would that. just go. Ah, and then ev- every time it came off, everyone in the radio team would just go, ah, ah, ah. You know what? Because we used to play the exact same 10 songs on a loop on Triple yeah. M on a digital. Yeah. And my other favorite one was, I bought a, a lemon to a knife fight. fight. Yeah. And we did that break about what would happen if you actually bought, bought a, a lemon, lemon to a yeah. knife fight. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. A- even Amy Shark says hi. Like, even that's kind of related, I think that right? is why, like, a lot of people... Again, that's why I wanted to do this episode because I've talked about music and I think lots of my content, literally my biggest video was of a song. You don't know me. So like, I feel like people know I like music, but like, I don't think a lot of people know that like, I love music and like, if comedy wasn't a thing. You should listen to Triple J, man. Triple J's slogan is, we love music. (laughs) Really? Triple J, we love music. That's so funny because I hate their music. (laughs) I don't, I, I don't mind Triple J. Like I'll put it on from I'll time be to honest, time. Anna, you can't say anything because you still work in the industry. So do I, kind of actually. But um, I like Triple J. I just don't like the announcers. 
Oh, mate, I'm saying nothing. You I like Triple nothing. J. I like the announcers. I just think it's so funny. Neil Colhatkar has a great bit about it where he just talks about, like, he does, he has this stand-up bit where he, like, he does, like, this is what a Triple J announcer sounds like, and he just does bong hits between each sentence. He's like... <sighs> I feel like that's the common consensus. Yeah, we've just of... got, like, hey, guys, like, welcome back to Triple J. Yeah. Just got a couple of boys straight out of Warnable. <laughs> you know, like, they're a local band. They've been killing it lately. <laughs> We're going to hear from them in a sec, but um, coming up is uh, the psychedelic porn crumpets. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's yeah, that, like, that went wh- to air this morning. Whenever <laughs> I hear Triple J, I think it's like a parody of itself at this point. It's like, hey guys, I'm just going to be checking in with, um, you know, it's like fucking with Milky Chance or whatever <laughs> like that. And it's like, we're going to have a like a version from, it doesn't matter at this point because who gives a fuck, but yeah. it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah. just funny like, to me. No, like, and that's really funny. Neil Collett, because like, he's really good at like social satire. He's great. He's at, really funny uh, Taking the piss out of mainstream yeah. media. Yeah, so hey guys, how are you? Uh, another weird, oh, yeah. a weird space of Australian music, and Muse isn't one of them. But like, someone said, can you talk about Silverchair, the presets, and like anything on anything on Rage? Okay. Do you remember Rage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, whenever I hear Silverchair, I think of the Chronicles of Narnia. Was that a book in the Chronicles of Narnia? I don't know. I'm maybe. pretty sure one of the Chronicles of Narnia was like the Silver Chair. Yeah. Um, Silver Chair had a song called Straight, Straight Lines. Lines. I think that's the only song I know by yeah. them, and I think it's a banger. And I think um, they were really popular, and I feel like, yeah, we're just... Before, if you are a Silver Chair fan, time, yeah, before, before our, our time. time. Yeah. Um, what was the, other? the presets are great. Their new album was awesome. My they, people. Um, ah. One for you and one for me. Um, that was a, such a good song. Uh, that whole album I really liked. This one came in from a uh, Hamo three sixty. Hamo Hamo three sixty. Oh, three sixty. So someone <laughs> said you should get three sixty in your podcast in these, and no, I don't. Great. I, Moving I don't, on. I've never listened to his songs. I have, and that's what. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, this one came from Hamo. Yeah, number Hamo. one favorite Nickelback song. Photograph. I think mine. It used to be photograph, and now it's. How you remind? It's how you remind, <laughs> how me. You remind me. Never made it as a wise man. Can I tell you a funny story about <laughs> Never, Nickelback um, <laughs> from yeah. school? So they have this song. I don't know what it's called, but the chorus. Maybe you'll know it because you kind of liked them. Didn't you? No. Oh, they no, the, song, I only know two songs. It def okay. Well, it definitely wasn't one of their mainstream songs, but I will never forget this. Song. And I hate that that's my vibe. <laughs> You know what <laughs> I mean? You'd be into Nickelback. Lots of people listening to this going, Luke probably loves Nickelback. I'm more of a Smash Mouth guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In year nine at my school, yeah. every time the teachers did like a presentation or something to like motivate the students, they would always use this Nickelback song where the chorus was like, if today was your last day, if tomorrow was too late. Yeah. If today was your last day, tomorrow was too late. It became a meme of our year level that everyone would always sing this Nickelback song. If there's any Nickelback fans, let me know if you know this oh, song. It's like, well, if to there's none. Yeah, we'll so, actually just forget about it. So if you're a Nickelback fan, sound off in the comments. I just don't think we'll get any <laughs> yeah, of this. Sound off, but won't and be like, hearing much. You know what I want to know? If you unironically are like, fuck yeah, Chad Kroger. Like, if yeah. you're like front row at the concert being like, this is how if you today were. was your yeah. last day. <laughs> Do you reckon that person exists? Like, well, like emotionally see, going like, look the, at this That's food. the thing about Nickelback. Like, you know what's my favourite meme? Is, look at this graph. I think if Nickel, if there weren't people who loved Nickelback, Nickelback wouldn't be making music. Like, fundamentally. I don't know, man. 
there's people who have made a career off being like, lol. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the hate for Nickelback is as strong as the internet would lead you to believe. I think a lot of people like Nickelback. I think the hate Not for me, though. Not I, me, though. I, <laughs> I think the hate for Limp Bizkit is as strong as you would believe. You know what? I don't think I've ever heard a Limp Bizkit song. But you know how much everyone hates them, though. No, I've never heard that. Do people hate Limp Bizkit? With a passion. Look up. If you like Duck, Duck, Go right now, like... <laughs> Top worst bands, like most yeah. hated bands, it'd be like Limp Biscuit and like uh, who, who's the other band that people hate? Nickelback. Um, nah, <laughs> look it up. Like obviously Justin Bieber stuff will make that list because the internet sucks. But like, look up most hated bands. I reckon my guess will be a Creed will be up there. No, I people don't even hate know Creed. So, yeah, Nickelback, Smash Mouth, Metro Black Station. Eyed Peas, the Goo Goo Dolls. People hate, like, one hit, one at a time. Like, John Mayer. I don't know why people hate John Mayer. I think he's fine. He's but I don't know any me. of these bands well enough to even make a judgment. Honestly. I don't know why people hate the Goo Goo Dolls. Dave Matthews Band, Creed. I told you. people. There's bands that are just, like, wildly known for being hated, and that's how they're known at this point. Jesus Christ. Like, it would suck to see that's yourself like, on that list. That's kind of like us, though. The most hated podcasts yeah. or most hated Memoirs of a White Guy episodes. And everyone's like, oh, it's definitely the music one Sorry, with Mike. Sorry, um, We've done it again. Uh, one thing I... Uh, and the second question... Uh, so, yeah, my favourite Nickelback song, man, is probably How You Remind Me in Photograph. The second question from Bloody Hamo 360 yeah. is uh, two, my, what is Mike and yours song, cho- song of choice when working? Are you like a back in the background yeah. work guy? I work in, in radio, so I don't get to choose. So it's, so it's, it's Ariana Grande, man. It's played. fucking Ed Sheeran on repeat is Mike's favorite. Yeah. Uh, my favorite album. No, nah, I, I would never listen to music while working because, right. like, my so because we work in sound. Yes, like it's not. I'm I'm not trying to like disregard your question. Anyway, yeah, we don't like, have like like uh, our work is so to data do with entry sound. jobs yeah. where we can just sit there and listen to music all day. Yeah. I'm usually editing a video. Where I have to listen to it. Yeah, that, that's actually my least. But in the car, in the car, I uh, listen to music. That's the only yeah. time I really listen to music. Car and I dr- I drive so much. Or if that... I'm on a run or a walk or something, I'll listen to music. Yeah. I guess to keep it interesting before we wrap up, yeah. um, is there any other things that you have thought we missed in this? Obviously, yes. we can't cover all of music in general. We've, I feel like we've no, covered we white boy, because white teenage are, boy music enough. We haven't touched classical. No, I, I, you know, well, we is, haven't mentioned Mozart. Is there a genre that you won't listen to? Um, I don't like. I've never. I had a phase of like. Loving screamed vocals, but I don't anymore. Yeah, just because it hurts my ears. Nothing against. I won't it. listen I just... to country. No, I don't like. like if country. you were like, "Hey, man, sit down and with no phone, no entertainment, and listen to an entire Keith Urban album," I'd be like, "Fuck you, no way." Even that um Old Town Road that's blown up. That's don't like it. It's funny though. But I, I don't, I don't like think it. anyone likes it. Oh, is that a joke song? I, it's kind of like a. It's just kind of a meme. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Um. Oh, I mean, it's it's a alright song. It's like a one hit wonder, I guess. I I actually I I quite like classical music. I like ambient music. Right. Um. Yeah. And uh, I would just say I think we've talked about Blink on It too a lot. My other favorite yep. artist of all time, Psy. <laughs> Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. <laughs> you know, my dad when <laughs> when that song was big, my dad used to always walk around the house Go like open. <laughs> Trying to be cool, but he'd be like, Ganger style, Ganger style. <laughs> ganger style. Like, That's not the song. He'd be like, Yeah, Ganger style. And I was That's like, Dad, funny. not the song. Um, yeah. 
Do you remember like a band called 303? Yeah. They were like... They were great. I saw that in one of your videos recently. Was that in Yeah, Meg, the whitest boy who ever lived. Oh, that was yours. No, yeah. I just thought <laughs> that that's what so reminded funny. me. I was just like, that's so funny that everyone... Don't trust a hoe. Never trust a hoe. It was that line that everyone knows is like, uh, you tell your boyfriend <laughs> if I'm he says he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian yeah. and I am fucking scared. You know what? <laughs> I had forgotten all about that song and then I saw that video and I was like, what is this song and why do That's I know it? why people like kind of clown on pop punk and that genre because there's so much... 303, There's yeah. so much ridiculous... Like, do you remember Cobra Starship? Yeah. Like, uh, I make them good, girls, girls go, go bad. bad. There's yeah. so many weird songs that kind of fall under that i guess Umbrella. overarching yeah. pop punk weird thing that happened yeah in, that make me so ashamed to like the genre and me also make me so ashamed to there was a day in my life where i was like fuck yeah new cobra starship <laughs> oh, share on facebook has anyone heard the new cobra <laughs> man this is as good as psychedelic porn combat's latest album you know what's like a weird thing that happened in my life no oh, i think i can find it I think I was going to make a video on it. Oh, it's good. called, I was probably still will make a video on it. You don't have to ruin it, but nah. I'm interested. I think if I just search Luke's just Facebook, searching on his Mac. Facebook screenshots. I was going to make a video on it. I used to, um, unironically, Sorry, I was just quote Blink-182 on my Facebook as a status. <laughs> Dude, I found it the other day and I had to go I down. used to do that too. I did a post that was, um, you know the song Josie? I know that everything, know that everything, you know that song? Yeah. I did a status once that was just, I know that everything, know that everything, know that everything. Cringe <laughs> Facebook screenshots the album. Oh, God. So these are. Just I'm, open one and then do a full video on it because that's great. I'm, I was going to do a video on this ages ago. <laughs> so these are statuses, dude. The first one's great. Should I save this for a video? Save it for a video because that's hilarious. Happy, See uh, if you can find a Blink 182 one. Um. <laughs> this one just says Luke Kidgel, 29th of April 2011 Batman was intense I assume Five likes <laughs> I assume you're referring to like The Dark Knight Rises or something Okay this one uh, Yeah this was on the radio show Yeah this one we read on the radio one time uh, 16th of March 2011 This is what I thought we should be putting out in the world <laughs> Sitting by the fire listening to Panic at the Disco Life doesn't get much beta. And and you felt better wrong. You've included the exclamation mark in panic at yes. the disco. Like you've gone the full give us a dance floor uh, watching Star Wars. Uh, Illy <laughs> AVA, which Angels is Angels and Arrows. So uh, no likes. 2010. Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? 5th of December, I put on my Facebook wall, uh Illy AVA. This is the thing. People, I don't think people realize I was obsessed with this music and it was my you identity. You did statuses about them. It was my identity. Yeah. I was a loser. This is me pissing off a cliff. That's <laughs> related. Uh, this one's a funny one. 15th of July, Blink-182 are back. Love heart. 13 likes. So a lot of people getting... <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just literally wrote the words... 8th of May, 2011, Space, Space Jam. Jam. You probably must have been board. watching the movie. Yeah. With the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, the point is like, yeah, I, this is what I do want to make clear to people. This what this is what I did before you your, guys kind of knew me, I guess. Before I was, this had was an your audience, life, my yeah. life was music and telling people about it and no one caring. And now yeah. this is why I've kind of always wanted to do this. Maybe some people might care. <laughs> Maybe can, not. We can do another one. Yeah. I've got an extensive vinyl collection. Um, I've got a few punk albums. I've actually got Trey. 
the gr- oh my god from the failed Green Day trilogy of <laughs> albums. I've got Trey on vinyl. That's do you want to do a Let's Listen? No, so we, we <laughs> no, we did it in this podcast. We sit down and just listen to Trey on vinyl. And we just you have to be it. somewhere. You have soon. to be somewhere. Soon. Um, so do you. Uh, all right, yeah. uh, let's end it now. We I want to end it with a suggestion that came in. Uh, from our very good friend, uh, definitely won't listen to this episode, but Lewis Spears. Yeah. He replied saying, uh, hey guys, do an acoustic cover of Don't Fuck With Cursor. I don't know that song. Oh, I can't. So I it's can... just don't, 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 don't. Well, do you want to sing don't, it? Don't, 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 don't fuck with Cursor. <laughs> I think. Um, I'll get up the song just so we don't muck it up. Um Maybe you could do an acoustic cover of uh, one of your favourite songs or if you have one you want to do yeah. while I get up the song. We're ending the podcast. It's the music podcast. What song, I guess, defines music that we should end it on? I got my T-shirt and sneakers on I'm to mess around with fate It feels so wrong Is it wrong? Living up tonight Who damn My life Let's go back to rock and roll And people just let go And let the music oh, I'm just looking for a good night Oh And for the right time No All I really want to say to you Right now Shut your mouth and let the music speak out loud that's my race master that was pretty good that was great man i'm just looking for a good night oh actually that cover of good night race played on your radio really show good. was really good so sorry about that race that we've butchered it but yeah i don't think we butchered it i don't think anyone i think we was thinking s- think we saved it are you ready Oh yeah, that's how it goes. Alright, you play just like an E chord maybe, and this is Lewis's request, and this is how we're going to end the podcast. You ready? Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> so just go, don't, like, give me like a, like dun, dun, dun. This is how we're the podcast. And we're not going to say, guys. we're not going to say anything after this, okay? okay. Yeah. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in to the music episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you want uh, me to do themed episodes like this occasionally, uh, let me know if you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, this is uh, our Luke Kidgel and Radio Mike's cover of Don't Fuck with Cursor. Acoustic. Take it away, Mike. Don't, 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 don't fuck, 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 fuck with... Well, I don't know how it goes. Don't fuck with Cursor. Don't, don't, don't fuck, fuck, fuck with, 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 with. Don't fuck with Cursor. Lyrical genius. Oh, shit. Sorry, you said not to say anything. Okay. Oh, my God. Bye guys. See you guys. I'm gonna do one more chord. He's just gonna do one more chord. Do a G. End it with a G.